gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Flank. I'm joined by the 20-time champion, the two-time world champion, a legend to the Call of Duty scene, Patrick Price, a.k.a. Aches. And we also got my duo, my friend, my companion, all right, a staple to the Call of Duty scene, Esports, fucking engine, fucking executive producer, whatever you want to call him, Mr. Benji and Asim. And then we also got a special guest in the building. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Superstar from the Los Angeles Gorillas, Mr. Asim. Asim, what's going on, bro? How you doing, Tom? How you doing? I'm Thank doing you. great. Thanks for coming on, bro. Appreciate you hopping on. As always, you, you like to come on after dubs. You like to come yeah, on after big dubs. It's a tradition, man. It's got a tradition, to. man. Pat, how you doing over there with the game developing? Everything going good over there? Everything's going great. You know me, Tom. Just game developer by day, podcast extraordinaire by night. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like flank. that, Pat. Hey, you're built different, bro. You're like a triple threat and shit. Multiple podcasts. Jack, Jack of all trades. Yeah, Pat, you do it all. And then, Ben, what about you? Golfing at all? Any golf? No, I got work, bro. I can't uh, just go golfing. I know. Day. You're a busy man. How's everything doing? How's Adam Epicella? How's eSports engine treating you? It's, it's good. It's good, bro. Working ahead to Minnesota on Monday, so just trying to get everything all buttoned up, ready to go before that. And yeah. Oh, yeah, bro. I'm glad that you guys ready, are all doing well, man. Ready ready for the weekend. It's been, you know, a busy week, but I'm excited to kick back and watch some COD for the next two days. Yeah, we're going to kick back, relax, watch some Call of Duty, and most importantly, run some more episodes of The Flank. Thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate it. Today, we had some good matches, man. I think the first couple matches were, were pretty close. Went all the way down to, to the map number five, both series. And then uh, we had FaZe ended off with Florida. FaZe pretty much took care of business in that one. But we're going to hop right into it. Let's switch on over. Shout out to my man, Raw the Monster, working over at 100 Thieves, who, who made us a new overlay just to clean it up a little bit and to get Pat's name up there. So shout out to Raw. We appreciate it. Let's get into it, man. We got Paris Legion going up against Toronto Ultra, Boat Cage Hardpoint, Berlin S&D, Tuscan Control, Tuscan Hardpoint, and Boat Cage S&D. Pat, Ben, I know you guys like to talk about the vetoes. Anything that really catches your eye, Toronto lost both hard points again today. Again. Uh, I would I mean, say for a Paris, a Toronto auto-banning Berlin these days is probably a great bounce for them, to be honest. You think it was a good thing for them? It was great for Paris. You just knew that map was out of the map pool. And, why? Uh, why? Can we just talk about this? Toronto struggled on the map. Yeah, but it was their best map. Think about that. It was their best for, map. For one event during the kickoff, to be fair. No, they were they were solid at it online for a little bit. That was their best map. I know and, I don't play it. Bro, we saw Kleenex and fucking Cami just going rogue bants. And now they they decided to not play it. And they're 2-14 and 14, their last harpoints, whatever. Listen, they got to get that map back in rotation. I got to stop seeing the auto bands of Berlin. The talent they got on that team. Just bring it back. I don't care. Even if you lose it, get that map back in now yeah get it back in you heard patty pc donnie in the chat he's definitely riding off the high of the w today he said he wants some gas from you specifically today pat donnie... i mean what can we say tom <laughs> i've been saying it don is having himself a year he has not a, he has not, been not a game a not a match not an event a goddamn year donnie temp yeah. for those of you who don't know what don is it don donnie donnie donovan I, I, temp. I kyrie young kyrie young kyrie yeah yay. I, yo you gotta think kyrie's averaging like i think 44 points per game over his last Ooh. four or five games for the net so i mm -hmm. think i think don is one to one right now with kyrie he's, Ooh, he's just okay he's having, good guys having, having his way with no but, matter who he Pat, plays you, guys, you know what they Pat. say about kyrie though this season though he's half a man half a season Nah, well, but, but, no, but no, you saw he's that. back you saw now. That. He's back yeah, in the home back. games now. <laughs> no, I know. He's not happy. 
New York. Just really wanted to say that. He's been saving that one. He's been saving that one. But let's get into it, man. We get into the Bocage Hardpoint, and it's everything you expect a Bocage Hardpoint to be. Just mixy. super, just super mixy. A lot of back and forth. It was pretty much back and forth the whole way through, and then it got really, really scary towards the end. Just a really overall close game. Uh, definitely want to highlight Jimbo a little bit, man. Um, just watching, I was super impressed. Everybody was on his ass the first week, including you, Pat. Oh, and I, I was on his ass. And I wanted to, yeah, you were, and uh, for rightfully so because he, good he did, he, yeah, for good reason. But I think he stepped it up uh, today, Pat. What do you think? He did, he did. He's playing, he's playing a lot better, right, from what we saw originally um, mm -hmm. in his first two games. And you know, it's good to see him doing it against Toronto Ultra. Even though, I mean, we we kind of talked about this, they're really, really struggling in hard point. But I, I don't know specifically what it is. I, I have a feeling it came down to pacing within this team. I think he was just playing way too fast. Like, mm -hmm. I think they wanted him to play fast, but not as fast as he was. Yeah. So I think they've probably slowed it down a little bit. And then when you got Donnie Temp just doing what he's doing on the map, I'm sure it makes it a lot easier for all his teammates. But, yeah, I will say uh, he, he stepped it up. He's definitely uh, changed my opinion. But still, time will tell. Um, but it's definitely a, a massive improvement and, and it's trending upwards for sure. Well, well listen, Paris Legion, they actually conned pretty well today. So let's hop into a listening with them and see how the boys sound. I got time to do. Could be top. Uh, right. I'm, playing right. I'm playing safe castle. Yeah, hold right. one shot. Did you? We come tools in there. Yeah, my left, right? Have your main, okay? Have your bottom main. Okay. Tools? Yeah, what's the tools? Gonna have some tools. I got the detonator there. Yo, tools one shot. Nice. Oh, in the back right. Oh, you can't see that. Yeah, he's one shot. Right. He went up the ground. He went up the ground. Nice. 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 They're all gonna be in the back. Yeah, yeah. Give me castle. Give me castle. Door, door, door. Cammy, there's two in. I've everything. There's two, two in. Yo, one hit. Two bags. One more thing. One back. Still barrel. Still barrel. Push front. He's barrel weak. He's behind the barrel. Lay down. Lay down. Back side. Back side. Sit down, sit down, Arsenal. Yeah, 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 my tools open. My tools open. I'll, I'll pick it up. I'll pick it up. I'll pick it up. Be back, challenge. Inside dead. Yes, need a window. Need a window on me. Just back time. Back time. I'm gonna go to the window. 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 Back time. Back time. I'll be right. I'm keeping watch. Shot. Cammy. Shot. Back window. Back window. So window. Back window. You're in the left. 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 He's dead. He's dead. He's dead. Team kill. Back right. Clean next dead. Nice. Play time. Play time. Have them all cut. Yeah, bless. Have them all cut. Cammy's one shot on me. I gotta hold right. One could have gone now. We're looking for bands. Back left. Cammy. Bands on me. Bands on me. Dead. I'm gonna run. Mr. Kleenex in his side. Right, another one out. I got Mr. Kleenex in his side. I'm backing up. Back up just in case. Like this. Yeah. Look at Coop. Coop back there. Back there. Back there. Back there. I don't see anyone else in Coop. We're missing inside. Inside. I killed him first. First time, Manny. First time, Manny. He's right on the Cammy. Cammy fence cut. Yeah, he's top. Top stack. Top stack. Okay, top stack. Fence cut. Oh, he got me in the back. Tools. Top stack. Tools. All right, and I'm gonna cut it there. I think Paris Legion today they were coming pretty well. It was I like leadership, Don. Yeah, just, it, leader, like it. leadership, Don. And then on top of that, you just hear everybody acknowledging him as well. Like people were actually listening today, which yeah, is a good yeah. thing as well because you, we could talk a lot about people calming and talking, but we also got to talk about listening because there's people that just black out and, and don't hear anything, right? So. I definitely think Paris definitely improved in that category. What do you think, Pat, Ben? You think they definitely improved there? Because I feel like their comms, they look like a well-oiled machine today. They looked a lot more organized. It seems like they're, they're, uh, they're fixing their pacing a little bit, too. Um, and maybe that, that, that was a little fucked up because of the changes and stuff like that. But especially John, too. We were talking about Jimbo. Jimbo and John have been doing their thing. John's been kicking it up. I was talking to Donnie before the series, and Donnie was telling me that he feels like John is really hitting form. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think yeah. John. Go ahead, Pat. 
No, I was just going to say, I, I think it really comes down to just their pacing, right? Like if, if they're, if they've kind of centralized their pacing on how they want to play, I think mm -hmm. it's going to benefit all of them. Right. Um, and you're going to see better performances out of John and Jimbo specifically because they're the subs. Yeah. Um, but I think that's the big improvement they made. And, and yeah, I think, I think they, to be honest, Tom, I think they went back and listened to some of their listens and was like, holy shit, this is embarrassing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because Don was at, at some points, Don was like legit talking and being absolutely ignored. Yeah. Uh, in some of those listens in the past so yeah i think they kind of just saw that and was just like look team this is unacceptable we all need to step up to the plate and improve this yeah but then as we get into the final moments of this bouquet's hard point toronto was able to break into this last p2 here and, and bring it back and now paris finds himself on you know having the lower half to, to, to lead change going into the end paris they do a good job staying organized and, and rotating and, and picking up all the lanes but as boke as we all know man on bouquet june if you rotate and you pick up the lanes and you get kills I mean, they just get right back into the mix really, really fast. So you can see Paris, they're kind of grouped up around uh, the hill. You can see Donnie picking up the left. This was a great play by Don, by the way. Just locking down all of left, keeping the spawns, just trying to stay alive. But then he gets pinched, and then things get a little bit hectic here. Ben, what do you think happened at the end of this game? Just a mix fest? Just trade back trades and trades I and mean, trades? This is classic Bokaj. I'm really, P5 is the only hill where you can really rotate and set up well, and... We've seen a lot of these P3s, even if the team's holding the back, like it can just become an absolute mix fest. But for Paris, though, they did a good job. Uh, even though they got broken on that P2, they did a good job holding all three lanes on it to start off that P3. Mm. And they made it pretty simple for them to kind of get the points they needed to get to 250. I just liked how Paris stayed, you know, they, they stayed disciplined towards the end of it. Because on Bow Cage, I feel like that might be a problem sometimes, you know, not playing. You get What, what was Haggy calling it? Bow Cage brain? Um, I think it was yeah. good that that Paris like stayed disciplined right there at the end and they all rotated They all had their lanes and they were able to get a good chunk of time on that on that last rotation They're heading into grandma. So good job by Paris to hang in there and, and hold on strong before we get into the Berlin S&D um, So Paris go up 1-0. They're feeling good and then maybe some some trolls here from Paris I feel like that Paris maybe could have won this map, but what do you guys think? Listen, don't say maybe some trolls, okay? They got 10 of 11 first bloods and lost yeah that's very bad rounds. that's very they got bad 10 of the first bloods and what? lost. i didn't even know i didn't even that, 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 yeah, that's that's bad that's that very is bad a super omega troll mm -hmm. no um, definitely not good so yeah and and right off the rip it was uh it was uh paris that they end up falling short but insight has a really nice clutch which by the way how the hell does, does insight keep doing this bro this guy is icy as fuck. This guy is probably like one of the most clutchest players in the league right now when it comes to... I, I would love to know his stats on how many times he's clutched up because this guy's been doing it all. To be honest, Tom, I think... I mean, Insight's definitely had his moments. I just think this whole Toronto team is just like... In two, three, fives, bro, they just they got have like... something about them where, yeah, they just refuse to roll over. They have so much resilience as a team. Uh, and that's why, you know, I'm still going to stick strong with my kind of prediction about them. Because mm -hmm. really, to me, it's just hard point. That's that's where they struggle. They're still, like, think about it, Tom. They're getting first blooded 10 of 11 rounds, but still managing to win the game. Yeah, like, they have really good teamwork. They that's do. hard to do. And um, I think maybe yeah. that might be their problem in hard point, Pat. Maybe they're just overthinking it. You know, they're trying to, they, yeah, they got to go rogue more. Maybe they're trying to play too fundamentally correct and try and play with each other too much. Because sometimes that could be a problem, too, if you're overthinking it and you're trying to methodically play every situation, which, yeah. let's be honest, a map like Boat Cage or some of these hardpoint maps, I mean, you need players making individual plays, taking routes, 
pushing out cuts, just doing crazy shit. But we see it from time to time, right, from Kleenex. Um, Cammy's been struggling a little bit. Cammy hasn't really been himself, um, mm -hmm. which is interesting. Ben, what are your thoughts on that? Because Cammy last year was a superstar player. Do you think it's just the game? You know, Because he's still a great player. Don't get me wrong. I, I, he's just I, I not playing superstar potential like he was last year. I think two things are happening. One is I think him and Insight are really not having the plus slaying impact they had in the last game. Like both of them were just kind of takeover players in Cold War. And we haven't seen those yet. And I think that's really hurt the respawn game. Mm -hmm. um, and then with the SNDs, you know, oddly enough, their game five record isn't amazing, especially from the game five loss in this series. And um, the other one they played last week, um, I think the two, three, five route is just such a hard route to pull. And they really are now kind of up against it in losers bracket likely um, going to have to figure out something in the respawn game because it's looking like they're not going to get many points out of this major at the moment. Yeah, they're Probably, Tom, you go I was back. just going to say, you asked um, how many clutches Insights had. Yeah. He has four clutches in Stage 2, currently highest in the league. Okay, so he is highest in the league, bro. Because yeah. I swear, every week he has some cl crazy clutch that just like changes the momentum in a game. Shout um, out to Easy Mac for the stat. Yeah, shout out to Easy Mac for, for helping us out. He's been helping us out with the stats, so shout out to him. What a fucking legend. Um, but yeah, Toronto, they, they, it got really close towards the end. Jimbo was making plays on a 4-4 round. I know Bance was able to pop a three-piece on a 5-4 round. Just game-changing plays from, from some of these guys. And uh, I'm definitely down to, to watch some of this stuff back. Go to the 4-4 round that Jimbo was doing. Jimbo was so impactful today. He was making plays today. And you saw him do it on the last map on Bokeh. You even saw it on Berlin. He's not scared to make a play, which... Sometimes when players drop a .58 coming into their first series, I feel like maybe it might mess with their mental a little bit and maybe kind of drain some confidence. But I, it's really cool to see this kid come out and not be afraid to make a play and, and push that gas pedal down. You know what I'm saying? So yep, yeah. good plays out of him. Asim, you know a lot about that because you be doing but, that you know, too. Listen, bro, people don't understand how hard Jimbo's role is. What a win. Man. What That's a fucking bro. win right there. So, so right there, Kleenex, he... Kind of somewhat gets turned on. Jimbo just makes a really, really good play. Jumps the corner. Again, just super aggressive. Even tagged up. Didn't hesitate at all to chow. Cammy finds a little bit of a gap here. This was a big swing round for me. Just because it's 4-4, this is a really big round. And, and Jimbo was doing his thing. Insight, once again, finding himself in a position where he has to clutch up. But again, it was Jimbo who was just making noise this whole round. Picking up kills. They were able to take Insight down here. But Insight was playing his life. Jimbo with a good grenade. They go up 5-4, and then Ben, the next round, it's Benjamin Bantz who makes the fucking play. I'm yeah. not sure if he... What, did he find a gap here, Asim, or did he... Yeah, like, they, they gave up lower, so they were watching this sort of pinch from middle, and like uh, just some weird timings go down. He's able to get two guys and shoot him in the back and then win the third gunfight. Um, as you'll watch, number five, he's kind of sitting middle here, here and everything. And, and you know, normally, like, this position is great if you hit the long pinch, uh, but, it, you know he actually ends up hitting through that lower door and mm -hmm. number one was kind of holding it the whole time tom gravity but he gives up to support the guy planting bomb and and ben just hits a really good timing well just a couple guys in the it's, back. it's all it's a good timing but at the same time it's also calculated because benjamin Banks, he's he's waiting to hear shots go down he's waiting for paris to make a move because they don't have to do anything yet and as soon as uh oh his God. teammates as soon as his teammates call out all the guys hitting the site that's when Banks makes his move and he's able to pick up three. I mean, he flanks two guys, pops two, and then just jumps the corner and, and takes down Don. So we end up going into a round 11. And again, Paris, uh, you, you heard Pat say it with 10, 10 first bloods out of 11 rounds. I mean, this shouldn't even be that close. And they end up losing this map. Uh, a really good nade from Bance. I mean, he pops a three-piece. And then round 11 opens things up with a big grenade after his teammate gets blooded. So 
this guy was just making absolute plays. So definitely want to show and, and highlight Bance a little bit. But speak to me, Ben. What happened in this round 11? I see Toronto. They're super slow playing things. Toronto likes to do that. They like to slow play. and They like to break ankles. Like go from bomb site to bomb site. You know, like kind of keep the defense on their toes. Uh, we saw them do it really good on the on the last map. Uh, you can see them just kind of be in that decision-making, just super decisive in game, kind of moving left and right, and the defensive team doesn't really know where they are. But check out this setup. This is a god setup. Nobody's going to break this. You have a guy in their spawn, a guy a guy in Toronto spawn, a guy in Paris spawn. Toronto is pushed out everywhere. And with 30 seconds Ooh, left on the clock, my spot. this is your spot? You came yeah, up with it's, it? It's, it's a good spot, Tom. So like, This is such a good setup, though. So like, this, is spot, to, this is perfect. So if we talk about the setup, right? So Banks doesn't have to watch below him because number six theoretically is watching his middle cross. So if he has to, if he has to pick up the timing, Ben will go down and peek it. Mm -hmm. So he's got all middle and the full pinch. And they have a guy all the way in the back watching anyone going and pitching through his spawn. So yeah, uh, I just really good 3v3 kind of setup from Toronto. Shows their, you know, S&D prowess and wisdom there. Um, they just have everything pushed out. They have everything pushed out. So they have all the information. And it's going to open up things. With insight's going to open one up. Uh, Paris split up a little bit, but then again, they're splitting up because they're panicking. There's 20 seconds left, and there's three guys left, and they have no idea where they are. And Toronto was so spread out playing such cruddy spots that they just couldn't find them. So Insight opens it up. The guy on the bomb site wins his one. He becomes a 3v1 situation. Good plays from Toronto to break some ankles there from Paris, bring the bomb over to that A bomb site, and get it down and be able to set something up like that. So really, really good setup. We're tied up at one. And we go into the control. A little bit of a change today, Pat. What do you think about the the take change? Anything uh, you you see any difference at all or no? Uh, I mean, I, it's it's confusing, right? Because you have to wait for those situations where players would usually do that mid round, like just stall out and know they're playing for defense. Mm -hmm. um, I think we'll we'll notice it more as time goes on because we'll just see less and less of that. Mm -hmm. um, I still think the issue remains that round five is so defense heavy. What did the offense win, uh, uh, Ben? But, so but I do want to say real quick, right. I do want to say real quick, um, Toronto, so so this is just some crazy stats. Toronto is two in, at, in modes two and three, or sorry, maps two and three. Mm -hmm. They're 17 and nine, so 65% oh, win wow. rate. One, four, and five, they're eight and 20. Damn. It's hurting and, them, Pat. I mean, it, it's hurting them. Their heart point, they're shit in the their, sheets. Lost three straight game fives. So the last three game fives they lost. And so you got to think, they're yeah. getting game five so many times, but they lost three in a row, like, their ice in game five kind of isn't there. And I think that's really where, because there's a lot of these series, right? We could we could say, oh, they're just clutching up game five. They're winning, whatever. They don't look as bad. But, but I think I think they really, really got to, I, I think what you said, Tom, I think kind of just let loose in hard point and go a lot more rogue because their control is not a problem for them at all. They're, they're good in control. It's just that strictly hard point. It's not like it's a respawn issue. It's not like they're not slaying. They just... They, uh, they should go. They should teamwork. go watch some of the top hardpoint teams play, like Optic or Phase, and 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 really try and hound in their hardpoints. Compare the top hardpoint teams' gameplay to your gameplay and see what's going wrong. You have to figure out because listen, Toronto is such a talented team from top to bottom. You see it in their two, three, fives. So if they can figure out their one and fours and and figure out this hardpoint, I mean, these guys are looking good. I mean, Pat, the only thing with me is like we've been saying this for weeks. You know, yeah, you don't, true. I feel like Pat, I feel like you, some of these but teams, you want to blow it up fair, in two seconds. They got back-to-back <laughs> -back COVID exposures, yeah, though. That's, and I think, and that, that's yeah. something that's really hard to deal with, right? For them yeah, to probably not true. go into the facility. They're not, you know, going, like, sitting in front of each other, talking about this stuff and hounding it out. Um, and I'm sure, like, the players obviously are being affected. That's two back-to-back -back 
experiences where they're one you know one of their players is dealing with that. Yeah, so. but the only thing I'll argue behind that is like their hardpoint struggles were way before COVID too. So it's yeah, like, they've been struggling. One in four, four is still a huge and problem. And Kleenex had COVID and but he was I popping off. I completely agree, Pat. I completely agree. Like I'm saying people, it more people are not putting that into a factor for sure. Like yeah, I, I think that's delaying sick. their improvement, right? Like oh, that's yeah, for sure. That's a factor that's delaying this improvement because yeah. you're right. It was a problem. But they haven't fixed COVID. it yet. Yeah. yeah, they haven't fixed it yet, and they just had all these hurdles that are kind of stopping them from kind of jumping on that improvement a, train. A lot of other people are getting frustrated that, like, you guys have been talking about that for weeks, about, like, when are we going to stop pretending that uh, Toronto will never, like, figure it out? But it's like, wow, it's, realistically, we are never going to stop pretending because this They're team They're competitive was, in every series. Yeah, not only are they competitive in every series, but they were god like last year in Hardpoint. So it's like the the potential is there. So people saying that, like, they should already blow it up is just Yeah, just but stupid. you you also can't compare last year, though. This game is nowhere near the same game as Cold War. I mean, yeah, no. Cold, War, Cold War was so fundamentally sound where yeah, this game it was, it was yeah. it, the, the issue with toronto right now let's let's break it down like they're actually not a bad bokash team like they're they're decent it's the tuscan and gavitu maps they have a combined two wins and they're auto vetoing berlin and berlin so like what oh like, yeah like they That's are tough. their map pool is one like one map wide like they've got to figure out how to get another map in there. Look, hard points against top teams are always going to be 50-50. But if you can be good at least two hard point maps, you're going to guarantee you get one of those in a series, theoretically. Like, that's where they're at because their, their control's not bad. And their S&D, Game 5's aside, recently, like, is pretty solid. Yeah. Um, but those two maps are absolutely crushing their pool right now. Yep. And then, Asim, can you talk to me a little bit about that P3 hard point? Because apparently you were saying yesterday that it's better to push coming from the front now. Yeah, so, I mean, we even played AIDS yesterday, and I can guarantee you this right now, because the update happened on Tuesday, yeah. P3 is the most random thing right now, and they're, they're looking into are it. Insane. It's, it's going to get fixed, but what right now, it is chaos. It is absolutely chaos I feel right like now. you can't predict spawns. No, like you, you cannot. I, I got it wrong twice in AIDS yesterday, Tommy, when we were playing. Yeah, like we did. You got it wrong. And uh, it, it, based on our positioning, so it, you didn't know where they were going to be. Yeah, you, like, can't, it was hard. you can't tell. Even today, when we played against LA, like, there was a bunch of random stuff happening, and it happened in this game as well but i wasn't paying attention to it ben can you can you go well, back well, and well, check it out yeah. well it's the next hill oh it's, it's like, the next hill sorry sorry yeah. what, okay, uh, okay. it's right what, here what all okay. changed other than the p3 spawns and the, the there's two bomb a sites. there's like a close middle spawn and there's a close p1 tree spawn that was never existed and now people just spawn behind each other left and right well i think the best like, way right to play there's another example right there yeah Number he spawned roof. why is he spawning there yeah, he should be spawning he, roof yeah well, well he no. spawns p1 for no reason well, no, no, because they have somebody put. Well, yes. Yeah, see, yeah, but you have a number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should yeah, be yeah, spawning yeah, yeah. on yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, but uh, see, I feel like the best way to play it is to do what Toronto did, rotate to it. But when you get a wave of kills, what do you want to flip them to the back? Is that what you want to do? No, and but just, you can't spawn somebody on a pinch. Like that's that's literally what happened, right? Like yeah, someone spawned on the pinch, yeah. and they picked it up. Toronto made the guy like play. They picked it up, and they then what happened? I didn't get to watch it. It was just mixy. Just nades were flying everywhere, and then some questionable look, plays. Look, look, what is that? What is that? What is that? Why did number two and seven spawn next to each other? Wait, even mm. the third spawn is even even worse. I mean, they're just all this spawning. Didn't before the update, the update broke. The they're all spawning in different spots. But, like, but, look, number two is getting a P one spawn, and number three is getting a roof spawn. It's just dies in spawns right there. It's like, and I know people want us to analyze, but this is why it's hard to analyze sometimes because, like, you see stuff like this, and you're like, I don't understand what what you do yeah, there. That but, that would that literally just cost it Toronto. And, right and what do you, and what do you think? What do you think about Bance's play right there at the end? He he kind of like I want to see him chow right there. Like he he kind of was like playing his angles right. Like he jumped across. Let it play out, Ben. Let it play out. Yeah. 
Let it play. So you can see Toronto, yeah. they're set up. You have a guy in the head glitch watching roof, a guy in hill watching mid, and you have two guys pushed out mid alley and P1. Number five drops off a little bit, which I thought was interesting, but he ends up going back. He picks up the kill. Now they have Paris pretty much funneled here all the way back roof, which is, if you're Toronto, it's a good thing. Hold on. Hold on. I, 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 think, I think like the weirder problem is inside gave up the, the back head glitch. Yeah, I will hill. say that was think, very... But no, but, but no they win in one point though, Ben. Uh, well, I mean, they slide onto the hill and kill yeah, him, and inside he, had to, he, had yeah, to he has to. Yeah, he has to play fair, tight. He fair. has to. Right here, Toronto has no, no choice but to play tight. Six though, like the cell spot, the cell spot area, or that head glitch right spot here, is so like good. right here. Pants to chow right here. He's, he's four HP, Tom. He's four HP. Yeah, Look, but but back. but even we if also... he even if he chows and dies, like bro, he might but be able to. They lose because the guy spawns on the pins. Yeah, and he spawned that close. I don't know how you supposed. I don't know how you supposed to predict that. And also. Wait, wait, wait for like bureau, bro. Right here, Toronto is winning the fights. They're it's two dead. They know two are coming off spawn. The last guy is back roof. They're thinking four of them are spawning roof. Number spawn spawn number seven spawns middle. So he's thinking, all right, we're chilling. But like number two literally wins them the game because he spawns there. Yeah, he he ends up flanking one in the back and he gets then the two all, yeah, yeah, it just he all gets goes the time. Down. Yeah, and you also got to think that's I know unbelievable. You said, that's crazy, bro. I know you said Vance didn't chow, but. He, he tested positive for COVID this morning. Probably had to blow his nose in that corner. So <laughs> well, it's understandable. It's understandable. Yo, nah, it's just Cammy annoying said, to see. Watch the first P3. Can you run it to that? I want to see that one too. Someone's already taking control of the VOD. So give me a second. I'll get back oh. to it. I'm not taking control of this, Ben. I let the I let the executive producer handle the VOD. You know, uh, I think, like, I think because I, because hey, so remember what he said to me the other day? I'm gonna be honest with you, Tom. I'm just better than you at running the bot. I'm just yeah, better. Yeah, he did say that to you. Huh? I said, all right, Ben. He does have years of experience. He does have a full year ahead of you. You know, he does. I mean, I do like Ben on the uh, doing the bot. I do like him doing the bot sometimes. Okay, he, he, he's Cammy, skipping Cammy around a lot. This one is very few as well. He pops a two piece on rotation. They should be those spawn. two should be spawning roof. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Wait, it's like what? he gets to, he, oh, oh my gets two god the, dude what it's like they're just getting set up to it, honestly it, honestly i'm just gonna say it that's just borderline unacceptable yeah, it is that's what i'm saying like, this, is, this is unbelievable this is not this is not is okay he like, gets a two-piece like this is just it's like how do you there's no strategy behind it there's no, it's, there it's scuffed like the game yeah. is broken it's scuffed right here it's crazy. And Azen, we were losing full money in eights yesterday when we were playing. We we're like, dude, where the fuck are they? Like, where are they coming from? Yeah. So, I don't know, man. Definitely, they, got, they, uh, they have no, to. To no, it seems like they're looking into it. So, hopefully, they can get a, a hot fix or something rolled out before the major because Hill seems a little bit random right now. I hope so. Yeah, I hope hopefully. they do. But Toronto, they uh, or Paris was able to push this to a map number five. Good job from them. And then up to the map number five. I mean, Paris, they just came out to play. Came out the plane and ended up clutching up. It was Jimbo, who was a game changer for me in the boat cage S&D. This guy was all over the fucking map. He was pushing mid out. He was hitting, breaking all the doors down. He just wasn't scared to make moves, even if he was by himself, which they have to be careful with that because it was working for Jimbo today. But if he's losing some of these fights, he'd be costing, no? There's always like that, that red line, right, Pat? Where like somebody who plays like a BZ, for instance, you, you, you live or die by that. Because Absolutely. If, you know? That uh, that was my first. That was my main issue you know, on our Black Ops Four team, Tom. It was I only knew one thing, and it was to go. So yeah. Once you start to learn like the fundamentals and to slow down, that's when you become more consistent. But I mean, yeah, you're right. Like you see Jimbo go negative thirty five, or you see Jimbo actually take over maps and the X factor. So it's like, I mean, that's the problem with the entry role. Is like people need to know when to slow down, when to and when to speed up. And, and I, I think, think uh, that helps. Their whole pacing helped that too. 
Yeah, so, yeah. So I was watching this map with. This is um, a really good round from Toronto. Really I was good. Map, I was watching this map with the talent, and they made a good point about saying that um, Chris Parasite either said on this show or we're sweep. I'm not sure. But like the kind of best threat on this map right now is to kind of slow it down a little bit on offense and break ankles. Like there are some fast plays and set plays you can run, but like getting people to over rotate. You see Toronto do a really good job kind of in the middle of this map, but I know they didn't, they didn't win it. Yeah, but they do. I like really I like it here though. The defense is like probably the best, most consistent way to play this map right what now. What about what about this bomb change? I don't like. I don't think I like it that much. It's exposed. It's exposed to the whole back of the spawn. You know, man. The the bomb is just in the middle of the open, just in the middle of nowhere. You know. I would feel no confident playing A. Yeah, like look at where where Banch is playing right now. He's he's got a mega stretch. A mega stretch. And then Don Ninja defuses. That's a good play out of young Kyrie. Honestly, Toronto makes such a good play, breaking ankles and opening up the bomb. Say, look, they have Paris Legion completely juked, but they troll after this. They get the bomb down. It's a three v three, and they just let Donnie hop on a bomb and. Ninja Fuck you, Dan. I'm just gonna ninja and have no one watch over me. Bro, Don's always doing that shit. Nobody's watching over Donnie and yeah, he drops that rock, bro. That's lit. What's He's this? What's this setup that. from Toronto right here? Number five's in the do nothing spot. I mean, well, number six. Number, number six should be looking at the bomb or yeah, should yeah. be having checks. Like you can see it from there. Mm -hmm. I feel like they should be breaking that wood fence before they even plant this round. Right? I agree. Like, that's another mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. yeah. Like that should be shot out instantly. Yeah. I don't know. I, I disagree, Tom. At least watching the two Bokajas today, I, I think mm -hmm. this map's a little more entertaining now with that bomb out there. We'll see kind of like how the strats develop because it's only been a thing for a minute. Teams are going to probably do some prep work next week, maybe come up with some new strats. But I kind of hated it in that cubby. It was really frustrating to watch like one on one clutch situations on defense, people just sliding about. I think this this bomb site's gonna make stuff a little bit more interesting for the viewer. Yeah, we'll so see. How, we'll see how it plays out. It's interesting to see how people are playing the map now. It's so much slowed down ever since they moved that bomb site. I feel like it's also gonna create a a lot easier to retake that site. Just in this site alone, there was four A plants, or this match alone, there was four A plants and three retakes. Like I feel like it's gonna be a lot easier for the defense to retake because you have to literally be exposed to see this bomb like yeah. no matter what angle you take it from if you're a, if you just planted you have to be exposed somewhere to see that bomb and i just feel like the defensive side has the better they have the tanks in the back they have the stairs head glitches right like they, they can get into bottom grandma early they just have the advantage um which which is pretty much how it should be right i mean the defensive team should have the advantage for the most part um but yeah this before bomb, the bomb is planted yeah before the bomb is planted but yeah it's an easy retake though because if you can stretch the bomb and hop on it and and you can stay down behind the fences behind the wall you force teams to have to jump out so uh yeah well, you'll probably see a lot more teams here's here. so looking at overall stats this year brokaj actually had the lowest offensive win percentage uh, out of all the maps is 42 percent so defense is winning about 58 Styles. so that maybe this change will get him more towards 50 50 which well, what's again, the what's the full comparison what are the other ones berlin's 50 percent desert seeds and tuscan are basically the same but all 50 uh i mean the other three are basically around 50 percent okay for desert seeds and tuscan are both literally 48.55 percent right now i don't know if that's 100 percent accurate but uh like they're it's basically both around 50 and bokaj is the one that's more towards 40 so you know, again, we all always like to see S and D maps that are more even, offense, defense, fifty-fifty. It makes it kind of interesting to watch. So, um, hopefully, you know, this changes for the better. You can see Jimbo double positive right now in the five-one round. I loved it. Just the whole map. Paris was definitely not afraid to make plays. Jimbo was doing this every round. Bro, Toronto could do nothing about bottom bottom house. The they whole whole entire map, and Jimbo was doing whatever he wanted. Bottom house getting trades. Finessing, staying alive, getting info. Mm -hmm. Toronto, which is kind of very turtled, holding holding top top house, 
trying to kind of finesse, but they really couldn't get the blood in bottom house line. Toronto, did, uh, sorry, around Paris to do pretty, pretty much whatever they wanted on offense and defense on this map. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely feel like Paris was on a, a whole nother level this this map number five. Um, but map control is everything in S&D. We know this. I definitely think Paris was doing a better job just controlling the pace of the game and controlling the map. They ended up losing this round. Again, another A-bomb retake. You can see how it works, right? There's no, there's really not many places you can play to check the bomb. You kind of have to, like, yeah. run out there and check it. Because and, they could literally just lay down. Yeah, they can just the lay fuse. down behind the fence and just stay behind the, the behind the box and they stretch it. I wonder it and if they there's just a push. stretch spot that you can plant for their base. Like, even play even super bullshit I don't like think that. you can see it. Unless you maybe break the fences down. Maybe there's yeah. some, maybe there's an angle you can get at the yeah, very I'm back just, of the base. I'm wondering if there's a way on the on the plat for you to plant for their side and do some absolute... Like it's, cause but that's risky, that right? Planting for their side. Like, that's hard to get down. Like we saw Bants do the stretch to where they couldn't see him. I mean, you gotta get it down, but think about the setup you could hold on that side. Yeah, if you can get it down, but there ain't yeah. a smoke Ooh, grenade. shit on. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it was a really good, a really good play by by Clean next game. Wait, does it go around a living? But look what Jimbo does here. Look at what Jimbo does. Oh. Look at this with an automaton. With an automaton, bro. Yo, like Tom, this guy dude, was listen, different. Listen, I don't know if my series gave a good example of that, but uh, the automaton is straight up better. That's all I gotta say. Listen, bro. A lot of people have been talking about MP40, 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 I know, but, but automaton if, is good, if bro. You, if people you, don't know. Yeah, if bro. you look at what the people with the automaton are doing, I mean, a lot of the players, especially at the top of the KD list, which is granted because because they're ARs, right? Yeah. Um, but just the way people were dragging the MP40 about how good it is, and which don't get me wrong, dude, the MP40 is a really good fucking submachine gun to have. Like they both it, just kill so fast. They both. Yeah, they're they both. both kill the, really and fast. that's the thing that there shouldn't be a comparison. ARs better than this. So better. They're both good as fuck this year. Yeah, um, they're both really good. They're really You can zap with both guns. So, uh, yeah. But Paris Legion, they were able to take out Toronto Ultra. Uh, definitely, uh, I guess an upset. I'm going to call it an upset because Toronto, I don't think a lot of people expected Paris to come out and beat Toronto, but this is a whole new look to Paris now. They look a lot better. They seem like they're, they're really competitive. hit for They're competitive. Yeah, they're competitive now. So good job to Paris. Congratulations to them. We had Donnie in the call. He was, he was loving the fucking dub today. So shout out to Donnie Temp in the chat. Shout out to all the Paris guys. And uh, and good job, good job to those guys. Big Toronto series Ultra. out of Tom, big series out of Jimbo. You oh, know, as always, you know. Oh, them. They were all playing well. For me, the big thing is just John and Jimbo are just like you know they're working better off each other now. So yeah, that's true. Um, good job out of them. We get into the next series. We got the Los Angeles Thieves going up against the Los Angeles Gorillas. This was the battle of the West Coast, the battle of Los Angeles. We had some storylines. Who can slasher originally on Los Angeles Thieves last year? They end up getting the can, and they go over to LAG. So maybe a little bit of a grudge match here, Pat. What do you think? Uh, Possibly, possibly, but to be honest with you, Tom, I just didn't think this was much of a battle. I know we're going to, we're, we're gonna, it's going to go game five, and we can argue it was, you know, a closed series. But at the end of the day, when you look at the stats, the Thieves got mollywhopped. <laughs> they did. They, they got outside by how Neg much? 25, Stinker. I think it was, right? Octane. 71 kills, I think. No, listen. Ooh. Octane, main AR, Neg 37, Stinker. And then Envoy had a Neg 10, but Kenny went even. Like, this just wasn't close. And oh, it wasn't that series-wise, but Three, listen. Before we get to the ASIM questions, the other point, Pat, and we were talking about this um, on Tom stream, since Thieves has bought this LA spot right at the beginning of Cold War. They are now 0-4 against LAG. 
since last year. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah, interesting. That's fun fact. What is there a mental block going on? There's got to be a mental well, block here. No, there's definitely not a mental block because they're I'm sucking just all I'm just, across I'm just the fucking around. I was fucking around. I was fucking around. I was just kidding. Listen, Tommy, I'll tell you what. The rivalry is here for the rest of the year, all right? I'll tell you a funny story, right? No, it ain't, Asa. Why? Why? I'll tell you why, Asa. Because they got to blow it up. No. You want to blow up LA Thieves? I thought these guys were good. I thought you liked these guys. Listen, I did. I loved them. I loved them. But look, if we go back to the vetoes, and Ben, if you can just drag us back really quick. I usually, and I have rightfully in the past, blamed J-Cap. But these vetoes are good. They got some good vetoes. This was some some pristine map selection out of the thieves. Yeah, man, where are you going? Wait, no, he has to go after the that map one. Yeah, yeah. but mm. they just got go. absolutely shit on. Like, the only uh, the only veto thing, I guess, in retrospect, that they could have done is like maybe you're like, hmm, you know. LAG's pretty good at Berlin Hardpoint. Maybe no. we play Bocage, but like I don't even think that that's. You know, I, I was to be honest, I was expecting that, bro. I, I didn't in think they were going to square up on Berlin. In retrospect, what should have happened is Draza and Kenny not gone negative fucking a hundred. Wait, no, Kenny could find. Or, it was, sorry, it was sorry, Draza and Octane. Now, sorry. I didn't mean to say Kenny. Well, a lot of people are calling for Octane's head right now. It's all over socials, Twitter, Reddit, boom, boom. And, you know, Octane's getting a lot of flack right now. It just Whoa. hasn't been performing to, you know, what people think Octane should be performing at, you know? Let's, let's, I, I, let's, let's, let's put the respawn aside. LA Thieves' is biggest problem is the respawn aside. That's, like, the respawn, that's a problem. Put, that's no, no. The, put, yeah. put the respawn aside. Okay. LA Thieves is, I think... We would all agree, probably the twelfth best S and D team in the league out of twelve teams, correct? Right, they're dead last in win rate. They are. I'm pretty oh, sure they dead are? last. Oh wow. Yeah. They're dead last in four v three situational. So like, I see a lot of bullshit on Twitter of all oh, like blame cap this that and that. I I mean I think the situation this team is in is they've got to think outside the box and search. And I would love to see this Steve's team. But Tommy beat this shit. Great break. Probably, Probably bring yeah. in an S and D analyst because I, I uh, think at no, this point, no 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 that's their biggest I, issue. I don't think that's the biggest issue with a teammate, huh? They, Bro, they, uh, they, they gotta coach, make a roster change. They, they, oh, okay, roster roster change aside. <laughs> no no no, you can't you can't just like set up all these parameters. No, no. I don't care about S and D. Listen, Cap has played Call of Duty for fucking fourteen years. Uh, like that's not that's not changing anything. I, I don't an S and analyst saying yo. Go to these fucking setups is not gonna fix that they just suck. Like so, they just are I, sucking. I, dis I disagree with you. I I think the way the modern CDL no. is, and look, we're not. Well, let him, Ben, you first. Let Ben talk. No, you let, get let your point. Finish. Go ahead. Here's, then, here's my go. here's my point. Look, look at all the successful teams right now in the CDL. A lot of them have a main coach. Some of them have an assistant coach, and some of them have supporting analyst or an S and D coach. The full coaching staff allows you to deploy your coaches in different situations that most benefit their skills. I think you're asking a lot of cap on a team with a lot of personalities to do a lot of things and the team is not being set up for success. I think he could definitely use some additional help on his team. That's my perspective on it. Okay. And I'm going to say this. I could literally be on vacation 365 days out of the year, maybe FaceTime Atlanta phase on a weeknight and be like, yo, what's time? up? What's up? How y'all doing? They are still gonna be a dominant fucking team in all modes. I'm not buying this that nah, that Octane, counter... Draza, Kenny, and nah. Envoy need an SD analyst to improve. Listen, That's, I'm not buying are, it. I haven't played COD for 15 finished, years. That is not that's not the end all be all changing how good or bad a team is. 
Sometimes they just fucking suck. If you ask the guys on Face, and we had them on the show last year, they'll yeah, tell of you. Of course, they're gonna say yes. Gonna, we would be dead last without our coach. <laughs> of course, that's they just would, what a they team would does. Tell you, they would tell you that bringing on Tupac in the middle of the season was a yeah. Fresh and the, the air and made their yeah, SMG yeah, yeah, yeah. I've season. heard it all. And then when they retire, they'll be like, "Bro, like, listen, we were just fucking dominant. It didn't matter who we no, are. We could have hired Ben Jay. They actually improved the game mode in the middle of last year. They actually improved a lot. That's what I'm saying. I don't don't sit here and dismiss it. I'm sure Pat. Uh, listen, I'm sure if I were Cap and I had some additional help, I'm sure that would be useful. If I were the players and someone to focus on improving our bottom of the league S&D, that would be useful. Bro, Ben, if I didn't have my main superstar AR on a Supermax going neg 40, that would be useful. So so let's let's talk about that. <laughs> I, again, <laughs> going back right. going back That's to S&D right. problem as you start watching this, this book. Wait, they played the bookage really, really well. Yeah, no, so, they did. They played the book. Oh, I, I did not. They, they, the they series, still I drive said. me nuts sometimes because when they have numbers, yeah, they still be throwing away round, rounds. They got 2v4 by me and Kyle. Yeah, they get 2v4 and it's just rounds that they have no business losing. Yeah, go ahead, this ben. round. I think it was this so round right I here. Wanna ben. Finish, I want to finish my point before we talk. Go about ahead, Ben. Go, go, go. I think. Look, going back to the rush changing, I agree with you. I think they're all options are on the table, including if you if you want to make Sam work. I honestly think this team, like, if any team in the league is going to think about having someone sub in just for S and D, it might be this team. No, no that's not happening, Ben. That's not happening. That, that that's never going to happen in COD, bro. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't see that happening. But Ben, but Ben, it, it might be a good idea to you, but you also got to think like what player is going to want to just come in just for S and D's? Like, what was he going to be shooting bots on the sideline? And if then when I you bring, were, and when, what, what do you do, SD Ben? Ben, what do you do when you bring him in? You, the guy's got to get out the setup, then the guy's got to come in, put in all his shit, and then they got to they got to change everything exactly. out. Exactly. But if I were an S and D star and I was offered fifty thousand dollars to come in and and be an impact S and D player, you don't think that someone would take that offer? And you don't think, considering yeah, what these the person would take the offer, but why would the team want that? The team's not going to want they're that. They're dead last in S and D right now. Right, but they need oh, to yeah, they need to fix it. Make a, yeah, what? Bro, don't fucking try team, and bring in an S&D star to just ben, wing it. What, what's if your, I'm what's Kenny, your, if I'm Kenny and Cap calls me up, hey, uh, I'm thinking about bringing, uh, you know, O'Johnny and Challengers. Yeah, let's bring him on just for S&D. I want him to sub in for S&D for Oxane. If I'm Kenny, I'm like, fuck, no, baby. And who the fuck is this guy that's just going to come in and change the way LA There's going to be Bro, no chemistry. There's going to be uh, nothing there. You, uh, we just watched him getting 2 before, by the way. What they guys, suck. What they, that's a guy, problem. They suck. Yo, 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 guys. Look, wait, look at my face in the middle of this gunfight. You guys ready? <laughs> wait, you, wait, you were actually, you were actually <laughs> funny, though. Capsule, look at my face, bro. No, your glasses are crooked and everything, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, your glasses are crooked and everything, bro. <laughs> bro, hey, hey, why are your glasses listen, like that? Why are they sitting above because your headset? Because listen, listen. When I put it in my like on the proper spot, the headset squeezes and it hurts my ears, bro. You gotta get some new glasses, bro. I want to hear. <laughs> Go I want ahead, to hear some Go ahead, solutions bro. about this SND because I'm hearing a lot of bullshit <laughs> coming from the other side. Oh, just hear... a major roster change. That's the solution. So what's, they your, need... what's your what's your bro, roster change? Then? Not only that, Ben. Let me pull this up because uh, we're acting like SND is their only problem. They were 14 and three in stage one in hardpoint. They're currently two and five in hardpoint. So it's not just SND. This team, this entire stage has sucked top to bottom. 
all all modes it's not like it's just an snd issue they don't need an snd sub this team is just broken and bro, they need a roster change there's seven and twelve in snd this well even when, even when they were godlike at our point when we were godlike at our, like when we were both they're seven two and, and one five, though, they still. were they were like really bad at stage one snd so like all year long their snd has been an issue I know, so, yeah, so no, absolutely. But the problem is their hard point also sucks now. It's well, not yeah, like they're, they're it's not, not ahead like they're like still they dominant. Before. Exactly. Yeah. It's not like they're still dominant at hard point and only bad at SND. They're bad at everything right now. Literally uh, yeah, everything. Sure. No, the I, only I thing I... this team has improved on in this stage oh, is their vetoes. Like that's literally the only thing they've improved on from stage one to stage two. Listen, here is my thing is at the end of the day though, if they improve their hard point. I still think that this team, in order for them to be where they want to be, which is to not be a top six team and not be in top eight team, their goal is to win chips, as we saw in HR Tween after the yeah, series. Obviously. They're going to need to figure out this SND. I don't think they have the tools right now to do it. But, uh, but ben, how are they going to figure out hard point? If, and like, you're, you're like assuming in this ideal world that they just figure out hard point and get back to as good as they were at hard point. No, I'm saying that's not good enough, is what I'm saying. I'm, that's my I'm point. Saying, they need I'm to blow it up. SND first, and then you can figure out respawn. No, 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 no. They just need to blow it up, and then they'll figure out both. Well, Pat, by blow it up, let's. Because I like what Ben said too. Let's get some solutions here. What would you do? You know, what, what uh, would you I'm, go with the roster? I'm aggressively hunting the. Listen, we saw Nate Shot's tweet. He wants to win. That means, and for anybody that doesn't know, in in sports and entertainment, in in video game, esports, whatever, if you want to win, you gotta put some money up. So if if they're serious about winning. You need to aggressively hit the trade market. And yeah, it's probably going to cost you a little bit of money. It's just the reality of it. Yeah. They need to try and hunt down a trade that they believe works for them. And yeah, I'm, I agree I'm, with you, Pat. I agree point, with you. I'm trading Octane. Like he's been absolutely abysmal this entire stage. He was a letdown at stage one playoffs, right? He, he played pretty, actually really badly, even though they got what, sixth, I think. Um, so to me, Octane is gone. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. Well, the, the, you, just to sum it up, I it, just think keep Envoy and keep Kenny, right? I mean, you want to keep those two. I, I think then, right now, those are the base that you build off the of. Base, yeah. right. You just keep but Envoy and Kenny's base. You guys always talk about trades. Trades don't happen in the CDO, bro. It's, very, it's really hard to get a they trade. They don't happen. No, well, I agree. I mean, it's like so hard I said, to get a trade. It's never happened. Like I said, there's, you got to put some money up and buy some players out. That is That will happen. That is a very easy or doable possibility. Yeah. And, okay, and, so do you guys trade? Do you guys, if you're saying we need to trade Sam, do you trade him for Clay? Is that because that's the only one I can think of? The only no. trade I can see. But why? What does New York get out of that? Is Sam just going to sit the bench for, on New York? Like, how is that? Or are they going to use Sam? Like, yeah, because that, that's my point. They don't need Sam, so trades will never happen. Well, no, you, but that was a bad example, though, because New, New York just made changes. Well, no, you, you I'm know? saying that was a bad example. Well, I mean, I'm saying that's the only example because no one else will trade their main AR I mean, way. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's really <laughs> difficult to trade because. What's so funny? Yo. What are you laughing at? What are you laughing at? What's so funny? You didn't see it, Tommy? Yo, I'm on the flank right now. Yo, hey, whoa, I got a breathe, call. dog. Who's breathe. Who's he talking to? You want to blow it up? <laughs> oh, my God, bro. Oh we can blow God. it up. That's what I'm trying to say. We can blow it up. Cap, cap gone. He said we. said we. Sam gone. Yep. Oh Draza gone? Oh, for sure. Dude, this guy passed a clown. So we building is with a moron, bro. He's a fucking moron. Okay. Pat, hang Listen, up the phone with Nate Shaw. Hang up. Oh, shit. My bad. Yo, let me call you back. I got a flank Thank right you, now. Thank you, Pat. Tell Matt I say hey. All right. I'll be on the first flight out to LA. Yeah, <laughs> All right. All right. Pat, welcome back to the flank. Jesus oh. Christ.
What's good? My bad, guys. I had a phone call. Yeah, I, bad, but I don't see Clay coming to this team and, and changing things. I mean, everybody's saying Clay. Are you spamming Clay? Clay, Clay, Clay. I mean, yeah, obviously Clay's the like popular vote. I just don't think Clay's gonna fix this specific team. Um, Here's the wait, thing. I also, oh, I also wanted to bring Boston. up another question. In the last three years, I feel like the least, like the mania role, never gets changed, like ever. The only yeah. ones I can think of was the New York Inside. with Clay, the Toronto with Zinn, and that's the last two. Yeah, I but this, can think this of. year might be an exception. I think a, it happens, Zoe. Yeah. It happens. A really good Listen, point. I'm gonna say yeah. it, bro. Yeah. Just. What did Austin say before? I Austin replaced. brought up that there's been a shit ton of maniars this year that are dropping point eights, and that's never been yeah. like a thing. Listen, like, listen in the past. to me, to me, just move. Listen, we, I, I've said this. I think Enable was saying on reverse sweep. I think Kenny should run a sub, but if he's not gonna run a sub, then let's just move him to main AR. He did it last year. He was obviously fine with it. He's running an auto on every single map anyway. He's performing just as good. Just throw him on the main. Period. And then, and then let's look into getting some SMG. I still think this team's problem is they just lack so much like aggression, aggression and yeah, playmaking. They do. They do. But, but in they every might, mode, they might actually be able then to get away with one change. Maybe you put draws on the flex. You could do that. Yeah, you, you can do that. He, was, he, he was can. The flex last year. Yeah. Draza, Draza plays like a flex. Envoy is not really a face smash type player. He's more of like a route taker, yeah. more methodical. Yeah. You know, they don't really have a guy like a BZ, a guy like Shotzi, a guy like Asum. Like, they don't got guys like that that just fucking, that are flying at hills and just being annoying, being a thorn to, in the side. To Kleenex, be honest, those kind to of be guys. Honest, I don't know if New York would ever do this, obviously, but if New York get to a point where they're like eliminated, not eliminated from chance, I shouldn't say that because there's always a chance. But if they get down in the dumps after this stage two, like lose out and then get 12th at the event, and it's looking really hard for them, I bro, if I'm thieves and I'm sitting in that call, I'm I'm trying to pursue Hydra. I I but just, Hydra, I just he wouldn't, it, it, there's no either, way that there is no way in hell Hydra New York and, will get rid of Hydra. There's no I mean, way. Oh well, yeah, Hydra's a franchise player, but Hydra's the exact same we, player we, as Envoy, we in my think opinion. So. I, that's what uh, I think. I I, I don't no, think he's, he's the same entity. I don't know if he's the same. He's way more of a He's nah, way he's, more of a route taker and methodical yeah. player. I played with him last year. He's like, nah, he, Hydra he plays like, like a, fucking Envoy he does. Needs, yeah, he exactly like Envoy. He, he needs does. a Neptune or a, or a me alongside yeah, him. He, he needs does. a faster SMG. Havoc, get Havoc. Everybody's yeah. spamming Havoc. Havoc's I a good shout. Havoc would be Havoc's a good shout. Uh, but yeah. isn't Havoc the same problem? He's also another guy that's traditionally a route man now. No, nah, Havoc, no. Nah. Havoc, Havoc likes to get aggressive. He likes to get in there. I've, I've seen Copeland. I think we're thinking about this too much. At the end of the day, like, we're talking about that they need to improve an SND. I think picking up Hydra would massively improve them in okay, SMG. Okay, but Pat, that's so unrealistic. That's that is unrealistic. Oh, no, it's, it's so it's, unrealistic. It's, it's, He's the franchise no. player. I, I, and I it's don't, 100 I don't Thieves. Think, I don't nah, think it's not going to happen. That doesn't matter listen, anymore. That doesn't matter anymore. Up, they reach in their pocket, and their arm keeps going Bro, that's like and saying, going and that's going. Like they don't think like that, Pat. They don't think like that. I know they don't think like that. But listen, my point is if New York is in like a situation where they're just out for the year, they got to start attacking those teams that have superstar potential players who are just in shit situations which is what we would assume hydra is on a new york team that is in dead last and they can't they basically can't make champs like it's just not possible i even feel like maybe some aggression and some pressure might even make it easier for the ars you know like right now the team is just not working like i think the LADs team they're all talented but at together it's just it's just not working especially in vanguard like, that's why i think kenny needs to go to maine if he's not gonna run i want kenny in a sub but go ahead ben Let's let's move on. Tweet your best ideas at the flank. Gersh will retweet them. We'll hopefully thieves pick them up and make can take one of the ideas and run with it.
Well, we'll see what they end up doing if they even end up changing. They might be. They might, I don't know if they're looking they to change just, now or if they're looking they to say. I don't know what I they're thinking. They I don't know what they're what the vibe is like over there. Like Bro, it, did you see what happened to the Valorant roster after Nate shot tweeted about wanting to win? Yeah, they, boys, true, boys were gone true. in 24 hours. True. Well, yeah, I, let, let, let's put it this way. Matt is definitely well, hopping on the phone and figuring out what the fuck is going on. He wants oh, to know yeah. why they're losing. Matt's He's getting involved. He's getting involved. Mud Dog yeah. and Cap right now. He's getting Yo, involved. Y'all sucking. Fix this. Yeah, they're, so. definitely, they're definitely getting aggressive. But let's get back into the map a little bit. Asum, I do want to give you some props to the first map. 40, 40 kills and what? Both hard points, right? Both hard points, you got uh, 40 kills. The, I think the second the, the, the second hard point, I went 30, 33. So I was close. Almost double 40. So but, good plays know. out of you. Just doing what you do best. Um, talk to me a little bit about the series, Asum. How would you guys feel going into it? You know, how, how was everything today before the match? Uh, I, I'm the practice leading up to the, this last weekend has good? been really, really good, and our S and D has been really, really good. Uh, I want to give a, a, like a huge shout out to LA Thieves on the second map. They played this map really well. Mm -hmm. um, they looked better in this. They were still trolling rounds, but they they did look a little bit better for sure. Yeah, they were. They looked a lot more assertive. Like right here, what are they doing here? Just again, yeah, like, this boy keeps going by himself. This like, was the round where where Ian got hyped because they got a first blood, and then I said, "Don't get too happy because whenever they get bloods, they they troll." And then t yeah. five seconds later, they did. They just run. They're just running and yeah. i don't even know what the plan was like where were they going <laughs> were they just gonna all push bottom grandma like what was the plan there what if somebody's sitting on the window head glitch what if somebody's playing a corner which ended up happening you know it's just i don't know sometimes it seems like oh, the decision making yeah. just isn't there um and maybe they're just overthinking it i don't know but i just want to see them win numbers just go go towards the site work a site work a bomb yeah, site I mean... trade out the numbers on the site get the bomb down and, and flip the switch you know but what's up, See, Either way, like, the, the round 11, I felt like they played it really, really well. Like, we got a pick, and I think Envoy and Kenny were very assertive of getting me off the bomb. So, I mean, like, all, all in all, our S&D and Hardpoint was fucking, like, top tier, in my opinion, today. But, like, with our match against Optic tomorrow, they are, like, what, on a 13 win streak on control? And as long as, I mean, I think gun to gun will we'll match up nice against them, especially in gunfights. But we need to be able to figure out how to capture points. And once we figure that out, I think it'll be a really good series. We'll, we'll get to the control because, yes, I 100% yeah, yeah. agree with what you just said. You got, yeah. I do have a question for you. And this isn't meant to be disrespectful at all. But, like, you in this game, I, I personally believe, have looked better than you ever have in your career so far. You, mm -hmm. Anyone else can feel to disagree with me. What do you, what do you, think, uh, what do you think it is about this game? What do you think's changed uh, that has kind of had you step into this more, uh, honestly, um, dominant role? Yeah, I, I think, so, like, in the beginning of my career, I feel like I didn't really play Call of Duty in a fundamental aspect at all. I always just played off instinct. And like I said before, I used to just go, 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 and either it worked or it didn't. And then uh, joining that Minnesota team on MW was even worse, in my opinion, because we were one of the slowest teams in the league, and I was, like, the fastest player. So all I knew was to go at the same time. And then pacing I think was last off. year, yeah, pacing was really off, and I always thought yeah. I had to go. And then when I played with Clay last year, he taught me a shit ton of fundamentals and, like, stuff that, like, really helped me. And then this year, like you said, I think this has been my best game, but that I think that's like a big tribute to like Pierce and Austin because I've told them many, many times to just stay on top of my ass when it comes to the fundam fundamental aspect of my game. So mm -hmm. I feel like this year more than every like any other year, my instincts are just like really top tier. And that's just what I think has sent me over the edge. Uh, for you're sure. just getting more experience as a professional Call of Duty player. Seriously, yeah. like just to sum it up, you're getting more experience now. You first came into to the year when you first came in, it was all instincts, just you being you, right? Just having learning it a little bit. Then you go through the cold war, the cold war of the year, 
which, you know, you get some ups and downs. You have some highlights, some some not so much, maybe some inconsistencies. And this year, you're, you're just playing consistent. You're, you're figuring out what you need to do and what your role is. And I think yeah. you definitely got to show some love to your teammates as well because I think they've helped with that. I think Big, yeah, I think big Peace last year, uh, even Kyler, like, I definitely think that uh, they're helping you, right? And, uh, you, well, that's what makes a good team, right? You help each other. Um, yeah. I, I know, I know, Pat, you've said a lot, like, um, that you don't think, like, me being the superstar of this team is necessarily a good thing because of how, like, fast I play. And I agree to you, I agree with you, like, to a certain extent. I feel like the entry role player, sh or the entry, yeah, role player shouldn't be the best player on the team. But at the same time, I feel like if if it is, then it's, like, really it's scary. It's a good thing. It, yeah, yeah, it's a good what, thing. What, what I more so meant by that was that I just felt that your other teammates needed to step it up. I think <clears throat> okay. I was mostly saying that, like, well, what's going to happen when you play top teams? Like, you can't always rely on you having a 1.2 in a series. Like, that's that's a hard, obtainable stat to always have. And, and my fear was that if your other teammates aren't frying in the way that they should be, you know, given that these guys are superstars, then it was, it, you know, that's when it could get scary because, you know, you can't only rely on you. And I think you've been, thus far, at least in my opinion, the most consistent and dominant player on LAG. So it's obviously a good thing to have when that's occurring. But I was yeah. more so saying, like, I want to see your other teammates step up, which which they have. Don't get me wrong. Oh, that's fair, been yeah. playing a lot better as of recently um, compared to how he did in stage one. So, But let's talk about the control. Asim, can y'all hop fucking points? Bro, you guys are yeah, getting so I many mean, kills. Even listen, here, again, three kills. Boom. Eagle slash it. Yeah, I'll, give, I'll give Pat a shout out, man. Last week, he did tell us that, yo, Back, you better be man. working on that new control because, goddamn, we don't cap points and shit. He was right, bro. bro. You guys just play too much for kills. You're always stopping uh, point going yeah, rogue. Which, which, listen, I, it, it'll work sometimes, but, dude, you guys really have to focus on, on nah, just capping At this point, points. it's like what Brian Singh said, bro. Stack or starve, bro, because, goddamn. <laughs> Wait, LEDs, who said that? Uh, Brian Singh said stack, like, stack or stack starve. Or starve I like Bro, that. The LEDs was pushing the fucking A point when they were down like 10 bajillion lives every defense. They did not give a fuck, bro. They were just running at us. Yeah. And I, I mean, yeah. That's I, all they I, need I, to do. You're we, just making it easy stack. for them. Yeah. Because, because Aza, I mean, you guys are stacking a point in the, in the points moving up a million miles an hour. That's going to force LED to either hold and you get a free point or they're going to run no, at you yeah, because they're going to panic hard. and you guys are going to be cornered up in the hill ready to go, bro, you know? Bro, we were, uh, we, we outslayed him by 22 kills on control, Gavin, too. Like, there is no reason why we should ever lose a map. But I mean, no, no Nobody won an offense here. Nobody was able to win yeah. an offense. It was just all it's defensive fest, wins. Bro. It was a snooze it, fest. It but no, I want to say it's a snooze fest because it was mixy. They were close rounds. They were close yeah, no, rounds. No, they were mixy. So at least that was a positive, you know? Like, it's not like an S&D type of thing where everybody's camping their base. Like, it was just one of those. Thieves were running at us. It was you know one of those like, maps where I felt like you guys could have won offenses, but you weren't. You know, like, yeah, you, yeah, you were yeah, just yeah. getting so many kills. You were doing the hard, point, hard part and just not doing the easy part. Listen, I will say defense is still hella OP, but at the same time, it's a lot more faster paced, which means control is a little bit more fun to watch, you know? It, it's not it, as there's definitely been a little bit of a difference, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because also, people people are throwing themselves at points now. Also, let's keep in mind, thieves are still very good at Gavutu control. They're fifteen and one on defense, especially. So they're they oh, have wow. a ninety four percent win Damn. rate in defense. So yeah, yeah I mean they you, they you won the coin playing. flip, so that's why they picked that. So. Yeah, of course, and, yeah. and thank God Cap picked that because if I saw a Tuscan, I was I was gonna be enraged. But like I said, Cap stepped up his vetoes, but this team is still underperforming. Uh, ben, what is their record on Berlin? Uh, hard point. Yeah, like I was surprised that they didn't they didn't veto this and they played and they vetoed both. Well, that was the point. That's the point I made at the beginning of the show. Yeah, I know. That's the point you made. Yeah. Now five and two on this map. Thieves is four and oh, one. Oh really? Now. So this oh, is actually wow. I think their first loss. 
I mean, to be honest, they weren't playing the map that bad. Like, LATs was actually playing it pretty well, especially on these on this hill right here, this P4 hill. They were locking this down. It is really hard to break on. And Ace, how, how do teams usually break it? They, they send people around left early, right? Trying to take a long route. The only reason why you guys got in is because you popped a two or a three and yeah. somehow we're able to pick up 15 or 20, but LADs was soaking a lot of time in that P4 hill. Uh, they, they were, I'll be honest, bro. I don't know what. It's hard to like, break it. Yeah, I should have. I have no. I should have no business popping that three piece in the front. I don't you know. shouldn't have. I don't know how you did that. It should have uh, been a I'll full be, sixty. I'll be honest, Tommy. Like, that might have been the best series in terms of like my shot I've ever had in my entire life. I literally Were you was just like, feeling yourself? I was hitting two seconds of scrap, just smoking the guy. I'm like, yo, I'm making the wrong play, but I'm smoking this guy. I mean, I feel like every player has moments where they feel like they get into rhythm, right? Like they're feeling themselves a little bit. Pat, oh, yeah. you've I had was, those moments. Pat, remember slums? Sure. Remember slums, Pat, with slums. the MSMC? Remember that? You were screaming. Slums. Anytime yeah. I played Optic. Like, there's a lot of those situations <laughs> throughout my career where, like, I would just be on one. Yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> Listen, we got to listen in from the Los Angeles Gorillas. Let's tune into the listening and see how the boy sound. All right, let's do it. I like that spot, Ism. I created on the fly. I didn't even know that spot existed. Draws an octane are old, guys. I you guys did a good job on this hill. Got a little mixy, but you still got like. I mean, we lost the first wave, but we recovered. I have to listen enough, but um, good cons. I like the cons for Big P. Big P's always counting players. Jason, you were counting players as well. Yeah, I'm really good at counting players, but I think Big P is like I his know comms, bro. He has really good comms. Bro, his comms are yeah, insane. He's always dude. had really he's, good comms. He, like even when we play uh, like eights in our team speak, we always call him the walking UAV. He just calls out everything, dude. He's like a he's like a living radar. He's a good teammate to have, that's for sure. Yeah, for um, sure. He makes it easy on us for and, sure. And again, again, this is what was killing you guys. These P4s. I mean, once again, you guys are somehow almost able to salvage this, just but broke then it from the front. Yeah, which I don't even. But the, again, it was the last fifteen twenty, right? Like where you guys are breaking it. Like LA Thieves was able to just keep constantly bringing it back because of this hill right here. Um, yeah. But you guys did a good job. You guys did a good job just getting some sort of scrap, right? I feel like on a hill like that, Asim, you're not really playing too much to break and hold. You're just playing to get them off of that shit and just keep it white, you yeah. know. Because if you lose rotation, I mean, it's it's really, really hard to get in there. And then Big P. This was the play that, that won you guys the game, Asim. Rewind it a little bit, Ben. We're running. This is a fucking 200 IQ Big P veteran play. He takes the long route super early. He goes all the way around. Look at number six on the minimap. Look yeah, how deep I, he is. Yeah, I did that on the first rotation, too. We, we both alternated on that. Because it, it, I saw someone put it on Twitter, too. Like, bro, the way we were playing the hard points, every single one of us was taking routes when we needed right, to. Right, but look at like, what he does. He gets phenomenal. the kill on Hill, and then he also was his awareness. He knew a guy spawned behind him, turns around, and pops another one. He gets the kill on Hill. Gets him off the time. Now you guys are getting time. He turns around, kills Draza. Now the flips are in. Now yeah. you guys are getting time. Big P took the route. Four piece here. 
Yeah, and but but you guys have bro, you guys flipped the spawns and you have spawns for P1 now because Big P made that play. Oh yeah, I know. I you think know? it would have been a much cleaner and better play if we just didn't get three piece by Envoy. Yeah, Envoy. Yeah, uh, Envoy made it, Envoy definitely us. made an individual play and and almost mixed it up a little bit. But because Big P took that route, that allowed you guys to rotate to this P1, and then the rest was history. Asim, you popped the fuck off here at the end of the yeah, game. Yeah, I think I popped a six piece or a five piece at the end right here. <laughs> bro, you, bro, I love how you just like, yeah, dude, I was popping two pieces here and all. I popped a six piece here at the end of the game. Tommy, 40 I'm in the first hard point. No, you played well. Today. No, you did. You played really well today. Know. It was insane, bro. You played really well today. I you did. popping off. What's with the dude. automaton? Did you pick this up? Nah, I, I, I switched to it. Tommy, bro, these people, these fools don't understand, bro. Automaton is the best gun in the game, bro. You I'm switched to it? You. What made you switch to it? Do you, uh, does your team know you're switching, or are um, you just doing it off the fly? If I know that I don't have to push out a cut, and I just need to sit my, sit my ass in time, I'll pull out an air. Yeah, That's like, if you know what spawn it. you're going to get and what you need yeah, for the, yeah, yeah. For, like, I'm, situation. I'm like, I'll, I switched to an AR, like, ten times, like, in a Berlin. I'm, would, like, really... really would it shock you guys if I told you that LAT are the best P2 and P5 Berlin team in the entire league? P2 really? and P5? We were, I, thought we, I thought we were the best P5 team on Berlin. Nope. They are. They have the highest average points per hill for both those uh, I think, oh, we might have the highest points ever scored on a P5 with, like, I think oh, it was okay. 52. But my bad, yeah. That, that's dope. I didn't, I didn't. I mean, I didn't even know that they were 4-0 on that map, to be honest, before we played that. Well, let's uh, move on to game five. And I thought that this basically is my big point about Thieves. I thought they were doing an okay job, but they got absolutely crushed on every single mid-round adjustment on their end. You guys were either doing a really good job on all these retakes on defense or you guys I've been, were been trying to tell Pat bro our SND is leveled up bro we we know how to play our mid-round adjustments now or mid-round situations I, I like, think you we're do really good at but it. dude I just think the thieves are lost these players are lost in their mid-round decision making and I feel like none of them are stepping up to the plate in the comps Tom that's what you had kind of always talked about is like are these guys even talking in their mid rounds? I just don't know who the well, leader I mean, is on this team. Like, who's who's that, the, who's the leader for them? Who, who like who's that guy? They, listen, <sighs> you don't really need a leader if everybody's invested. But I mean, even after LATs won the second map when when they run the round eleven, it looked like they just lost. Like it looked, they looked stressed. Like they won the map, they took their headsets off, and they were like, "Holy shit!" You know. Wait, yeah. uh, what map? Oh, uh, the second map. After they oh, won the, the second, second map, map yeah, I mean, they, they, they looked up, stressed. They were up 5-2. Yeah, they almost trolled. They almost <laughs> yeah, trolled it. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, they, yeah, it's it, it shouldn't be this hard for them. That's what makes me feel like there's just something wrong with the team. Like a pacing issue. They're not working the situationals right. Maybe the communication's off. I don't know. I'm not I mean, invested into the team on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah. I don't sit in on practice. I don't see we, we what don't goes on. We don't know if it's on. the comms, though, Tom. Like, we don't know yeah, if like, they change, you know? For me, I think it's a pacing thing. I think they need more aggression on the team. I think that they need to switch i don't think people are playing the right roles i think i think this team is just a team of four talented players put together but as a unit like as a team especially in vanguard it's not working i can see it working in cold war and, and keep it also just you know to keep it a buck they don't they don't know how the game's gonna play out before making a roster going into the year that's kind of like where things kind of get a little weird like when you're making a roster going into a new game you don't really know what to do with the roster. Like two ARs, three ARs, fucking three, one AR, three subs. Like, but you don't. I don't think it's a role problem, Tom. They're last in first blood percentage or the last in first blood win percentage. They're last in mid round situationals. I don't know what else to say. Like, well, I'm also talking, just... I'm also talking about respawn. You know, I'm saying yeah, in I, general. I, I, five and heart, I, and heart I, point I, this I don't, I, I, like, this is a Thieves team where when they first built this team, it's like, okay, yeah, I can understand you feel like they don't have an aggressive sub. They have two kind of Ratman SMGs, but they have like decent coverage across like a three sub 
if Ken's got to pull that out. Ken, I, literally, I've never seen Ken run a sub since World War II. Yeah, he doesn't I, like I, running I, a sub. I don't understand this. I think it's been the worst decision, maybe not for his individual career, but for his teams in 4v4, I think it's been one of the worst decisions. I think it was... Ex I, I, I was almost Besides for Black Ops 4. Besides no, for Black Ops 4. Well, even 5v5. I was going to say, I think he could get away with it in 5v5. But in 4v4, I think he is too good with a sub to not use one. It's obviously, at this point, a personal decision. Um, because I'm sure there's been many of his teammates and, and coaches probably that felt the same way. But but yeah, I think like this team could could desperately use him on a sub. He was probably... Oof. One of, if not yeah, the most impactful SMG players in World War II, like going back to a, a long time, he was insanely impactful on the map. And I just think as a sub, like or as an AR, he's just not providing the same impact. Like he's obviously doing good. He's probably still better than any other AR they could get for that that flex role. But I think he would just be. Well, it also depends who you can, who you can get to, like who you can get. For instance, say there's a really talented sub in the market and you pick him up. All right, then at that point, Mujaza to a flex, Kenny to a main, and then you have just, uh, Envoy with another aggressive sub that might change things up a little bit. It just I gives just the whole the team a lot harder a, to do that, right? I think mm. it's a lot harder to find good subs, wouldn't you say? Like, yeah, it is. It is because it's the harder role. Of course, it's harder yeah. to find to find good subs. But so, I feel like there's well, more good subs though. At the same time, like there's a there's a lot of sub players that you can choose from from challengers. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of sub players down there that are that are pretty uh, good. I just, I just think this year, my only caution this year, and we'll see how it plays out, is I don't know if there's as much depth in the SMG pool as there was last year. We'll see how it plays out in kind of one of these like mid round, mid year adjustments. But I felt like last year had a bigger talent pool. But there are guys I, like, I feel like ben Pentagram or a Havoc or a Kismet that might get another run in this year, and we'll see if maybe I'm proved wrong there. Listen, I'm, I'm going to say something, and, and I'm not like coming directly at Sam because I've, I've always thought Sam was very good. He's been very good. But this is like Seattle two years in a row, really, really bad. And this was his like year to kind of showcase that like those were anomalies. But I'm still not seeing it out of out of his teams. And like, I think it's got to get to the point. It's like, is Sam a, a negative to this team, right? Like he's been really bad the last two years. And now it's kind of we're seeing the same story. So well, let's take a at, look. At what point do we have that conversation where it's like, all right, well, the excuses are out of the, like, it's, it's obviously a clear issue. Yeah. Well, listen, we'll see what they end up doing with the roster. I could personally see Sam maybe going somewhere else. Um, but right now, it's just, I just don't see this per this roster right now for the LA Thieves. It's just not working. I mean, you got to call it how you see it. And they're struggling. And even when they are winning, it just seems like their wins are like, they're scraping by, you know, like they're, they're stressful fucking W's. Um, so, you know, a team like this and, and how much talent they actually have, it just shouldn't be like that. So I'm expecting a roster change here in the near future. We'll see how it all plays out, but let's take a look at this 2v4. I mean, this is, again, you uh, can see that who can ace them are, are, are dead. It comes down to slasher and gunless against the whole team. I'm uh, yeah. really aggressive here. And, and this is what I'm saying. Back it up, Ben. Just back it up. Back it up before well, Envoy jumps out. Uh, Tommy, right here. I also I also poked Ben. I said this was the most important round of the uh, round of the game. I feel like if they win this round, it's three two. It's a whole different game. But once they choke this two before, like the whole vibe switches. You can tell. Like right here. Pause. But looking. Listen. Envoy gets the first blood right on the A bomb site. They do the hard part. They, oh, they get, already got a first. They already got a first blood. They got, on me. They got two. They got two. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. They got two kills. Right. Four v two. You're on the A bomb site. 
Just plant the bomb and hold the headies and just look over each other. Just stay or tight. Or break ankles, but anything but push their No, sides. just, just, just look, first, the first, the bomb, first of all, the bomb is mid-map when it's a 4v2 and they have all A bomb control. And Envoy just runs out. I mean, if Envoy just goes to the left, goes onto this head glitch to his left, right to his left, there's a nasty head glitch. The guy comes and plants the bomb. The other two players just watch over them and, and pick up the pinch, pick up mid-map, and just hold. Get the bomb down, hold your lanes, 4v2, make Slasher and Gunless make a play. There is no need to make plays here. Again, solo chows, and when you have the advantage, you just they're not taking advantage of it. Slasher finds two, and there's no way in hell Slasher should, should ever be able to pop a two-piece like that in a 4v2 when somebody can just lay down behind a bomb and plant, and the others can just stay alive, pick up the pinches, and hold over the bomb site. Like, it's they're overcomplicating things. They're just wasn't, like, it, wasn't it that Bokaj that we saw that, where they got 2v4'd? Yeah, they did uh, the same we were... shit. They did the yeah, same they, exact they just, shit. They just they, they had numbers just run at people and they just ran. They just ran at people when it's like, hey, just there's two sites, A or B. Pick a site, try and work the bomb site, get onto the site, get the bomb down and hold. Like flip the switch, make it so that you need to hold and they need to make a play rather than I, I, I you guys having to I make agree. a play. I still will go back. Also say that you, you had 45, 49 seconds. You could shimmy a little bit for info and then break some ankles. You had a lot of other different ways to play it. Instead, they both get picked, and now the classic situation on Desert Siege and some of these clutches is like the other team's just going to hit the full flank on you, and you have no shot because you're not sitting there back trains. I mean, uh, Big, Big P's going to plot the sniper and get one, and it's basically a GG at this point. Yeah, I mean, it's 2v1 with, with 15 seconds left. I mean, they throw shimmies and, and I, slasher runs, and, and Big P just go, stays. Tommy go ahead, or ben, ben Renovac, like, I think the biggest issue here, let me control it for you. Yeah. I think the biggest issue is right here. Okay, so you know what Tommy said? They they double ran at them and died to Austin and Pierce, and yeah. it was a 2v2? Yeah. The biggest issue, I think, okay, so they, it's a 2v2 situation right here. The way Sam and Draza play it, I think, are really, is really good. They clear out our base. And look at what Draza does. Pay attention to number two. He pushes through the middle. Mm -hmm. He clears out all the mid truck, all the back A lane, the back A train. Okay. Yeah. So they so they should know we're not in our base no more. And then they plan it Why for the other Draza side. Why yeah. is it so weird? It's so weird. It's like they cleared so it's like they're clearing things out for no reason. They just gave Big P the freest kill. Yeah. They're clearing things out for no yeah, reason at all. Yeah, AC made a sniper. It's not like he's running around with a sub or an AR. He had to actively pull out the sniper and hit that shot. Yeah. All triggered. I, it was just very very weird plays, man. You you would think too that when they push out your side, you that you bro Draza ran right through mid. And Octane ran right through A. So, and yeah, if no, they that check, was a really good play. And they, if you they, check they the spawn base, and know yeah. nobody's there, where can they be? They're either yeah. rapping right or they're just super deep in the spawn, just like all the way back there. But the thing is, is, why the fuck would you guys be back there after popping two and making it a 2v2 situation? Like, you guys aren't going to yeah. play, play like that. I mean, you guys rapping and flanking was honestly pretty predictable. With all the information they had, well, it was predictable after Draza cleared our base. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. After they got yeah, the info, yeah, once they yeah, get the info, sure. you should be able to predict where you guys are going. You know, it just seemed they just seem like they they're just like out of it. They just seem like they're blacking out. And, and, and listen, I love all the guys on LA Thieves. I think they're all good players. But you, when you watch it, you're just it's like you're pulling hair. You're pulling fucking hair. It, it like sucks, I said, man. I can only it think sucks. what Cap's, Cap's going through watching this because you can set them up with the best of strats. Oh, Cap's probably losing, losing full. I mean, when Cap and Mud Dog are watching this, they're probably losing their fucking mind. Was this mind. another 2v4? Mm -mm. It was it, a 2v3. 
This was another. This, this was another one where it was a three v two, and and you and Big P were able to make some plays here. You win a really big one on one. I don't know how you got away here. I, I, I should have killed this guy. I don't know. I, I had him so one shot and then I ran away. But then here two v two, I feel like me and Big P are in like the driver's even seat. Even Octane getting picked. Uh, like how was Octane getting picked before his before his teammates uh, are even there? Octane get picked. Let's he see. got picked back left on the on the god hey. You know, just oh. like chill. Like bro, hit some snakes and wait for your teammates to come. Figure out where the hell they yeah, are. He shouldn't. Yeah, you're. And right. challenge together like they have yeah. numbers but instead they're just they're just chowing like they, it's like they don't give a fuck they just chow they die boom octane chows nobody's even there look octane's challenging field and Con kenny no trades are being had and envoy yeah. and kenny aren't even there yet they're not even yeah. they're, they're wait that they're running they're sprinting to get there and then at this point look they go from a 3v2 to a 2v2 you guys have bound and i don't know how the fuck you won that then you just uh, bro i'm telling you tom i wasn't missing today then you just won that and now it's a 1v1 between big p and envoy and big p he almost gets picked out here i don't think big p knew that his left was exposed right there wait you know right here tommy he was playing both angles he was looking mid steps and left yeah. he could see both and i was watching him and i'm like big p he's on your left and like he didn't realize right away so yeah. then he laid down and then i don't think he was on the, his screen but he just started punching the sandbag he knew he he, he was watching. He was like watching. He's yeah, punching he's punching the sandbag. The sandbag. <laughs> yeah, he he, he, he yeah. knew he went. And then he, he poops on him too. Go oh, win. Yeah, no. Go win out of big P. But again, no offense. Ace screaming. I started laughing, bro. I was dying, And Ace, no offense, because you guys, you guys clutch up and you do well. But again, I personally think LA Thieves are just tossing away rounds. They're tossing. And, oh, and, and, I mean, they have man advantage. You're and, and then right. again, you see Kenny leaning back. He's like, ah, oh, here we go. They're doing the fist bumps. Like, they're just losing full, bro. They just, it's, it just seems like their head's not in the game right now. Um, and while it might be in the game, it, they're definitely not executing. So I... I feel for them, bro. I've been on teams before where we're a really talented roster and it's not working. Um, and it is really hard to get out of it, you know? Like, it's not easy. We we can sit here all day and say, this guy should have done this, this guy should have done that. At the end of the day, it's a lot harder said than done. They're going to have to try and figure it out. I know the boys are probably stressed out and down in the dirt, but something's going to have to change. Asim, any final thoughts on the on the series? Listen, listen, Tommy, I'll give you a little funny story, all right? So usually when we pull up to the facility, I'm usually the first one in. You know, you know, that's my gimmick, first one in, last yeah. one out. Uh, but, uh, me and Austin, we, we usually fight it. Sometimes he beats me, sometimes I'll beat him. But um, this morning, I got, I, I got there a little early, and Austin beat me by a long shot. He was there hella oh, early. He wanted to win today. He, he wanted, wanted to win. win today. There's a little bit more passion today. There's a little like bit more. That. Yeah, definitely, uh, <laughs> definitely some bad blood. And then he tweeted out after the game, he said it became personal with me. Good games, LAT, right? He tweeted out that it became personal, the Michael yeah, Jordan game. Austin wanted that one bad today. He yeah, did. So, so, and Austin, listen, Austin showed out today. He's been looking showed so out, much yeah. better, by the way. I mean, we were on Slash's ass in the beginning of the season. He's really stepped it up the last few series he's been doing his fucking thing so really good to see slasher coming to you know uh, really just starting to up the game now up the level right slasher yeah. really coming into his own and, and showing everybody what he can do because we know what slasher can do we've seen it before and the same goes on the other side we know what octane could do what kenny could do what i'm with other we know what these guys can do it's just they're not doing it so they're gonna have to figure it out let's get into the next series we got atlanta phase going up against the florida mutineers we start off with a with a Gavit to hardpoint and Bocage hardpoint was actually left in there. Um, I Tom, know. I gotta I gotta I gotta talk about this, man. I'm sorry. No, go ahead, Ben. Go Wait. ahead. <laughs> Bro, what's wrong, Ben? Florida. What's wrong? Florida. We gotta have a talk, man. Wait, did Vito Berlin? Yeah, we got we what? gotta have a talk here. 
Yo, the, Joe, yo, so, listen. So I know let, we don't want to say this word, Ben, but they're morons for that. So let's let's talk <laughs> let's talk about the masterclass here. They're morons, they're morons. So phase phase clearly won team A because they they picked the S and D. So the way that uh, the the controls the way this goes is then they have the first ban in hardpoint. So phase ban Tuscan, and we know that Berlin's their auto beater. So I'm sure Florida was like WTF because they might have been expecting phase to ban Berlin. And if I'm Florida in that situation, I think it's pretty obvious that I'm taking Bocage out because. Then I guarantee that we have a weird 50-50 on that Berlin hardpoint because FaZe don't really play it. And I think this is a huge mistake on their part to remove Berlin hardpoint. Bro, I'm telling you, they are so delusional about how good they are at Bocage that they think they can beat anybody on it. Like, dead ass. And <laughs> we've talked about this. Like, you're not beating fucking Florida on Bocage. I don't, I don't care. You're not beating FaZe on Bocage. I don't, I, like, I don't care. I, I legit FaZe, don't care. FaZe is like the one team where I just don't... I don't know why you would play Bocage against FaZe. I mean, uh, uh, it should be an instant veto. Who are we playing? Atlanta phase? Tom, veto I, I, saw, I, saw, I saw these vetoes and I saw the, the Berlin and then like I'll sit ne next to Nameless and I'm like, this is 3-1, bro. Like, it, like, I don't know, man. Like, e even if FaZe lose a map, like you're giving them the map for Bokaj, like this is over. I think if for Florida, this is again a huge issue that's kind of plagued them all season. Like their hard point map pool. They're, they have it's, a couple of they have two horrible. decent maps, but like, but like you got to expand a little bit because when you play a good team like this and yeah, Bokaj is your best map, but it's also FaZe's best map, and they're probably the best team on that map. You're putting yourself in a difficult position, these hard points. Mm -hmm. Florida Florida still hasn't played a Berlin, though. Like, not one. Oh, not really? one Berlin. Oh, okay, so maybe they're not morons, but they both don't. They're still morons. They're still morons. Listen, it, I still disagree with that, Pat. Even though you're, it's your auto veto, I still think you probably... Hey, what, 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 what do you mean you disagree with that? I'm agreeing with you, motherfucker. Okay, I'm yeah, saying, well, yeah. I'm I'm saying like, they I'm haven't played one yet. Yeah, Don't I'm saying they haven't ball. played one yet, but they should still play it because they do yeah. not stand a chance against FaZe on Bocage. That's, I'm I'm sorry. Just to me, it just seemed like a little bit of a misstep. And it was a great play from FaZe. You basically baited them into banning Berlin Hardpoint. You gave yourself probably what I, I think for FaZe. I mean, they're they're a good Tuscan team. Don't get me wrong, but their Gavit to Hardpoint has worked really good recently. I think they ended up giving FaZe potentially their two best Hardpoint maps in the series. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, Florida's not that good at Gavit anyway, so. so. And yeah. then on top of that, Simp is hitting fucking form again, which is scary. Because yeah. he's starting to look like himself again. I mean, he's running at people. It doesn't matter. MP40 Automaton. He's looking good right now. The FaZe boys, they made this look easy. The only map they lost in the series was an S&D. But, Pat, I'm going to be honest with you. Remember when you were talking about how you have those series where you're not even tripping if you lose the search and you feel like you're just yes. going to I feel like that was FaZe in this series. I felt, Absolutely. I, felt, I, think I felt like they didn't. Wise. Yeah, they, they're just, they had the response. But go ahead, Pat. Yeah. No, yeah, talent-wise. They just... To me, this Florida or this phase team is not afraid of Florida. I don't think they ever will be. I think they're like you said, they're just chilling in the series. They lost an S and D, whatever. Like, just get me back to the respawns because they know it's going to be a smoke show. Um, yeah. and, and when you have Simp playing like this, and and we've talked about it, right? Like he's had those moments where he showed, you know, what he can do. Mm -hmm. I, I just think for this phase team to be that dominant roster that we always talk about, it, it really just comes down to, you know, if Simp can maintain that that form. And that's not an easy thing to do, right? Like, he's done it for, what, three years now almost of being, if not the best player in the game. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that's hard to do, multi, you know, year after year after year. So I think this team <clears throat> really relies on him being able to be the best player in the game if they want to be like the, you know, dominant phase that don't even stress about series. Because yeah, otherwise, they're still going to be a top two team. But they're, they're, it's just hard for them to be the Here, here's my actual fire number one hotter take than that because I think obviously Simp's probably one path to be all time best player in Call of Duty. He's been insane since he's coming into his form in the pro 
circuit. I think when this team's at their best, though, is when both Simp and Ibizi are on form. I don't think we've seen that version of this team yet where both those guys are playing at the They've top level. They've had some of those series. Not, they show not, it. They not, show it sometimes. Not, not consistently for a full series of this team yet, though, when they've needed it. Yeah, definitely. And I, think this, I think the search, for example, like. It's because Cell is still an all damn kill. Well, MC's obviously fine. <laughs> I mean, he's like, double paused. But let, let me finish my point. Is I think if we, if we were to go back and watch this in D, I still think watching, especially the Berlin, I just feel like Simp and BZ really aren't on the same page sometimes in situationals. And that's why their offense hasn't been particularly good in SD, even though they've been decent SD so far this season. Yeah, and I see people in the chat already saying Faisland, the bias, this and that. No, Faze has been playing. They've been they played well today. They played really well today. They 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 pretty much dominated the first half point. Florida brought it back a little bit towards the middle half of the game, but again, the second half of the game, Faze kicked up and they had full control the whole entire half point. It wasn't even close. They were out slaying the fuck out of them. MC was double positive. Simp was running around picking up kills. It was a bloodbath. Then we get into the Berlin S and D, um, and Faze struggled. And listen, this was uh, Berlin SD. I feel like it's giving face nightmares right now. They probably see Shotzi on top of fucking fire, wall banging a fucking window in their dreams. You know, like it's, it should. It's, uh, what, I think for Faze's SD right now, it's really kind of in an inter interestingly weird spot. Like Desert Siege, like I don't think anyone's really touching them right now on that map, but they're basically playing 500 ball on all the other kind of three maps in the pool. Um, so that's kind of interesting to me. They've. They played a lot of Berlin. They haven't played particularly good in this map. Mm -hmm. um, to me, like watching them play, I think the, the issue is the offense. I just feel like there a lot of their sort of play attempts on offense on Berlin require a lot of sympathy. And again, going back to my earlier plan, we'll, we'll pull up some of these offensive rounds. Like I feel like they're just not on the same page in what they want to do. And it creates a lot of situations where it looks like a BZ is playing way too aggressive with no support. And yeah, they've won a lot of maps in the past when he just shits on someone. But if he's then getting blooded and you're playing every round, yeah, you live or die by a, it. It's not a really good way to play offense. Yeah, and it's 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 that's where the fine line becomes difficult, right? Like that red line across because a BZ is a BZ, so you want him to go rogue, but at the same time, like you have to be careful because if he's not winning his ones, it's it's gonna hurt. It's gonna be a it's gonna make it a lot more difficult for his teammates to have to constantly clutch up, being down numbers. We know how big first blood is, right? When you have that advantage and you have numbers, so you know they're gonna have to mix it up. I I don't mind a BZ going rogue, but it can't be every round. You know, it can't be every offense where he's just going absolutely fucking nuts. Um, I mean, even right there. I mean, he's just hitting a fucking go button, you know? Which, at the same time, it's a good problem to have if your player is too confident and he's jumping at people. I mean, clearly the guy is not scared to challenge anybody and, and make a play. That's been their issue since for three years. Been yeah, it's been their issue for the years. Either blooding or getting blooded. Like yeah, they've they never died by the ego challenge. That, yeah. that extra slide well, killed them when there. They, when they played good in yep. SD, which is, uh, and we saw this at times last year, is like, yeah, like he's getting blooded a lot, but he's getting instantly traded. So they're winning, and then they're winning a lot of 3v3s. This year, it seems like he's getting blooded, it's getting untraded. And their three before win percentage isn't particularly good, especially on this map. Wait, so were we I talking about FaZe or, or I'm talking about FaZe. FaZe yeah. no, oh I, shit, my bad. I, I, was I thought Florida. I, first off, I thought Florida played fantastic on this map, by the way. Their S and Ds have always been pretty good they, though. There was no answer for FaZe to how Dave Patty played middle on this map, or Awakening for that matter. Like, um, I like the credit spot. Yeah. I like the credit spot from Dave Yo, Patty on the bookshelf. You know what's funny about that, Tommy? Dave Patty found that spot like day one when we used to scrim and Berlin Harper and like back in December. He like he loves that he's little still bookshelf spot. That yeah, he's, he's still, still using that shit. He's still using it. He's loving that shit. He's loving it. But uh, what, what what's Florida's record right now in, in S and D? I feel like they're pretty good at S and D. I could be wrong. They could be they could be getting dumped on. Uh, I I could tell you if you give me. Three, I think they seven. have been playing pretty pretty good. No, I, I just think that's how Florida plays. Five, though, no, it's, it's it's five and seven. 
Okay, oh, so they're not. So, so they're below 500. That's but, been better, but, right? But they're three and one on Berlin, and okay. not necessarily age some because their hard point is ass. It's just the fact that they're five and four on Bocage. Like the fact oh, that okay. they're zero and two on Gavutu, one and two on Tuscan, and five and four on Bocage. Which honestly, it just comes down to the fact that so many teams worse than them on Bocage are giving them Bocage. Like I feel like if teams were banning Bocage versus them, their hard point record would be even worse. That's my opinion. Yeah, no. But, uh, even when we played them on Bocage, they caught us at a really bad time because we were really inconfident in all our hard points, so we just said, fuck it, let's play a Bocage. But like that's you said, Pat, like, that's their best map. Well but look how that. easy yeah. Florida make it look. It's a 3v3 situation. Awakening waits. He waits and waits until his teammates get close. Once his teammates get close, they all hit the site together. They trade out Arsities, and they get the bomb down. Yeah. It's very simple. You get numbers, you, you have the bomb, work a bomb site, get the trades, get the bomb down, and then play play your post plans, play your spots, play your post plan spots. Some teams should just fucking make it so complicated on themselves, man. They beat themselves. Just a really good play from Florida. I, I think right well, there, their teamwork has really been showing out. Round. Let me uh, let me skip ahead here real quick, Tom, because you they don't catch the snipes on the original part of the broadcast, but coming out of break, they show do. the highlight. Yeah, give me a should should Sim snipe more? No bullshit. I think he should. I like Sim put a snipe, bro. That guy's like, he was so dominant in uh in BL4. He, he, he pulled I, it out a little bit though. He pulled it out. Yeah, but I but I feel like I mean I guess it really depends on the map, but just more. I mean, dude, that pistol is so good. I yeah. feel like but Black Ops like 4 sniping is also a little bit different, Pat. With stim and everything, the fact that you can yeah, still one true. hit people, like what a fucking shot. Wow. All I'll say is if he's gonna if oh, he's gonna snipe if wow. he's gonna snipe more wow. maps, shots, again, wow. going back to the ABZ thing, if he's gonna snipe more maps, it then puts even more onus on Abizi's play style. He's definitely gonna get those bloods because he doesn't have another aggressive sub coming up unless MC's switching guns or Alex switching guns. So Are you saying just, it would hurt Abizi? I'm just saying their yeah, system would, would have their system would have to be adjusted because if Abizis is going out there solo challenge is the only sub on the map like that's not a high percentage way to win that's well, did, did sim snipe against optic at the major like in those S and D's, do we remember? I don't remember. Like, I don't think so. I don't think so either. That's that's the issue that we had in the beginning of the year too, Ben. Was Kyler was a really good sniper, and we loved having him as a sniper. But it would it would affect our team so much in S and D when I'm the only one playing aggressive. So it's like. That's the that's the shitty part about having your your SMG player be, be also the sniper player. Yeah, but then, like but at the same time, you still but, succeed. Yeah, yeah but you, you can get away with it in five v five because yeah, you, you could three, yeah exactly. Four people man. sliding in to get fucking yeah. trades in this yeah. game, like you don't. But so. then at the same time, I also feel like if a BZ is gonna make plays like that and he's communicating what he's doing, I mean they should be able to play around him. You know, yeah, that's what I was about to say. If I'm phase, I'm gonna trust play around him. Yeah, like, try and yeah. play around him. If I mean, he's gonna I mean, hit something, try try and work with him. That's the fucking Zuma World War Two strat. Yeah, the th and that's and that was my the reason why I'm saying this is because that was my biggest problem, right? Because I was the same type of player, right? I was so go go go, and you you live and die by the Zuma first blood. That's what everybody always said when I was competing. You live or die by it. He's either going to fuck up popping it, or he's gonna get picked out. And and one thing that Crowder always told me, or, or Lamar, or like some of the guys that I always played with, was like, listen, if you want to go roll, go roll. We all think you're an amazing player. You could do whatever you want to do, but communicate it so we can actually help you out and we can play around you and and do stuff off of what you're doing. So I think it's important that I feel like a BZ's kind of in the same boat. Like if he's gonna go rogue and he's gonna make plays, just make sure you're communicating. And maybe he is, and they're just not they're just not playing around him, right? So I just yeah. feel like that's something but, that FaZe really needs to focus on. Cause... Tommy, if if Abizi's saying to like go or that he's going rogue and you're gonna play around him, like if Simp has a sniper in his hands, it makes it so much harder. The right, they're on think. different pages. Yeah, they're on different pages. You have one guy sniping, one guy's rushing. You have MC playing a credit somewhere. You have Alec probably holding a lane somewhere. It's just like sometimes they seem maybe a little bit scattered or they're not on the same page. 
But, I mean, these are things that I'm sure Tupac is seeing and the guys are seeing. I mean, they're definitely going to go back and, and watch back some of these rounds. And that's usually what they do do. Phase, they, they learn from their mistakes, you know? And that's what makes a good team a good team. Um, a good example of that is Optic. They did the same shit, right? They, like, yeah, in the, they in the, begin, in the beginning, they were just, like, struggling. And they're good players, but they go back and they look at what they're doing wrong and they watch VODs. You hear, you hear the players talk about it all the time. They're always watching VODs after their matches. Because if you could fix some of these mistakes and change the mentality a little bit, I mean, you could just become a different team. So Tom, I definitely speak, think that's going to be... Speaking of mistakes, this first round pissed me off, man. Wow. How... Like, bro, we could go back and watch this. I, I don't really want to waste so much time. Dude, I watched a phase player every life on this offense run through bottom church, and no one on Florida picked it up. Mm -mm, which is they, interesting. They Why are they not looking at church? And then the phase players either flanking top church and getting a freebie or flanking alley and getting a freebie. And that's how... Phase is able to kind of yeah. What are the they doing? The what are they deck? doing? They had three guys looking at the same thing. Definitely a little bit of a misplay there, especially Church. Like Church is such a big thing. No, he's some. Bro, I mean, everybody number, plays through Church. I'm sorry, yeah, no. bro. It's a pivotal part. Full setup like this. I know number seven's watching middle. Someone, if you got four people on the map, bro, someone has got to watch from Platinum. Listen, watch this guy here. Plat can easily like yeah. pick up Alley. Pick just pick up the Alley. Like hold the Alley. Simpson, Simpson not be able. But to they were the looking. He was looking. You can tell. But the thing is, is they're kind of pinning themselves. Um, number five oh, yeah. gives it up. He gives it up. Awakening was looking at it, but I don't I mean, know what like Big what Wig said, was looking though. at there. I don't know what he was looking at right there. Yeah, it's like what Ben said though. Like it was in countless of times that they would give it up, right, Ben? Yeah, I mean, I mean, bro, Simp is literally spawning up every life and just running through bottom church and getting a freebie. Yeah, either either top pick church or he was getting going alley and getting a freebie, and they win this offense because of it because they're continuously putting pressure on this hill. Florida's never able to get a clean four dead, and phases kind of play the time here. And bro, again, dude. How many times do I got to point this out? Number one, he hops. This time he... Uh, he goes right no, he through goes low. They right didn't even low. look at low church. Bro, that is literally... Whenever I spawn up back church, the first thing I look at is front church. People always run mm -hmm. through front church. Always. Yeah. They always do. That is, is that not the first thing you look at? Front church. When you come on spawn. You look at front church, and then sometimes I'll push it out. I'll shimmy mid. See if anybody's there, and if nobody's there, then you back up and you and you play. And you, you call it out, you know. You get the information. They're not playing for info. They're just running. They're just, they're literally just running. They're not playing for any information. They're not doing anything. They're not picking up the right things. They're gonna have to go back and watch this one because because Florida was trolling. Um, yeah, I mean, and th at this point, you spotted phase of free round. They're rarely gonna lose their defenses. Yeah, and this this shit's basically over at this point. I like it streaks. I think in this round, they use the glide. Uh, so he gets he gets in the round before and he uses the glide in this round on defense and they push out. It's a GG like it's just a it's it's a mistake with Florida you can't make against a, a team like FaZe. You got to be able to pick up all the lanes. Yeah, not to say because I'm, I'm seeing people in chat. Not to say that I'm I fucking know it all with what I do. You know when I play ranked and shit. But well, I, like I definitely mistake. think that's it, it's an obvious period. mistake. I I what yeah. I do is what the pros do. I just steal what the fucking pro, like I steal what the good players do. <laughs> like that ass. Yeah, I just steal what, strats. What, what, what crim used to do to you? Yeah, I mean that's what I, that's <laughs> all I do now. Funny, Tom, you know what's funny, Tom? I feel like you do that more than top teams do that, or not top teams, I should say. CDL teams. I, I mean, like listen, I watch COD all day. Just copy and paste what teams that are better than them do. Listen, I watch COD all day, and I'm not going to name names, but when I play CDL players in rank play, they're not keeping up, Pat. They're drop a few, drop on. a few, drop Ooh, I like that. Nah, listen, listen, we're not going to drop no names. If you if you use an Italian accent, they won't know what you said. <laughs> no, bro, no. I'm just busting balls. But definitely think teams are going to have to start really focusing on, on some of these mistakes that they're making. We're getting to that point of the year now where... The teams that make the less mistakes are, are going to be winning. And I feel like teams that some of these mistakes that I am seeing is just like unacceptable at this point of the year. It's like, dude, like you're not even picking. You have three guys looking at one thing. Bro, like you just I, can't have that happen. 
I saw a tweet. It's, bro, it's five months in. Is that crazy to you guys? I feel like the last five months. Nah, I, nah, I feel like this. I feel like this league has been going on for a fucking minute now. Like that's what I'm saying. Like really? somebody, somebody. Yeah, I feel like it's so no, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. Five months is a long time. I'm saying like I feel like I didn't realize it had been five full months. And time flies when you're having fun on the on the flank path. Time flies. If there's any takeaway from the last three weeks, bro, the way the league is set up right now, and Pat, I know you got Toronto Ultra as your 2022 champs. Thank you. I know London's very good, but right now with the way it's set up, until London kind of figures out how to crack that next step, is phase and optic, and then everybody else. Spoiler. Listen, I know you guys always talk about how like this game is a coin flip, but like you gotta, you gotta nah, tip. It. Listen, listen, listen. I hate the coin flip term. Too, but listen, let me finish. Shove that coin up your ass. I was gonna say. I was gonna say the league is insanely competitive here, bro. Like the the top three or top four teams that place at the kickoff classic are all at the bottom: Seattle, Toronto, and LA Deeps. Yeah, but bro, but... I know what you're gonna say, Pat. This game, okay. Vanguard squad, no, 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 bullshit. No, 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 that's not, that's not what I was gonna say. It's actually hella competitive here. Like everybody has good fucking players on their team. I was gonna say some teams were just ahead at that event, and it wasn't really you know vindictive how they were gonna be moving forward. Okay. But to to my I agree with you, Jason, is there's some good parody right now, but I think right now in terms of we're set up for an interesting year where right now as it stands, I think the team that's probably best positioned to crack this right now is London. Phase and Optic, I think, are currently in a class of their own from everybody else. I agree. Dude, that's fair. That's I, fair to say. I I wanna I wanna ask you guys this, because I, I I said it, I said it on the reverse sweep that I think when we and you guys can tell me I'm faded. Later down in the road, London is gonna regret getting rid of Paul. What do you guys think? Ooh, interesting. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. In what way though? I think they. I think that they were better with Paul. Why do you think that? I think. I think it was a honeymoon thing, and I also think Gizmo is the main vibe bringer and like team culture guy that I've ever seen. As, uh, like as, Giz as Gizmo jumps he... on my lap. <laughs> No, Giz <laughs> Gizmo is one of the coolest, like funniest, like people I've I've met, and I think he like brings a lot more to the team that we don't see. This I is nothing about I him. I, actually, I, I yeah, I like Gizmo personally. It, now, here, here's my thought, Pat. I think it's really hard. Look at the bro. Look at the talent of Phase and Optic. It's really hard to build teams like that right now. If I'm London, I have a very good young core and a veteran player that's providing a lot of value to my team. I'm rolling with the punches because we're going to be in a better spot than all of these teams at the end of the season. And bro, even if we end up getting like top four, top three, bro, I'm running this roster back for next year at this role. Like I think these guys are going to have to win and lose together. And that's how they're going to develop and become a good enough team to yeah, challenge right. phase and optic. You see the potential there with, especially the way they play respawn and on some of the S and D maps, like it, it is there, man. You just got to give it time. I mean, I, I don't disagree that I think London's that echelon of team, I just think that they possibly, and this obviously isn't, this is a prediction thing with that. They could have been better or were better with Paul X. Um, obviously, Gizmo didn't have the best uh, tournament performance compared to some of his online performances. So I don't really want to hold that against him specifically. I just think it's a conversation that we could have that like, hey, this team might have been better in this game at this current time with Paul X. Bro, that was my all, kind of thought. All I'm going to say, man, is this London, this London roster is really young. Obviously, they went to kickoff classic, but major one was legitimately for some of those players, the first land that counts they've ever played on the main stage. So just give them some time. Paul's had a couple of events under his belt in terms of pressure. Like, I just think you got to give this London team time. You're going to have some probably poor performances on land. It is what it is, but 
come champs time, I really like the ceiling that this team has. I like it's the London team too. A bad idea. Yeah, I like the London team. They have good. They have good chemistry with each other. I, yeah, I also I understand, good chemistry. I understand what you're saying, and I think that's a, a valid question to ask. Though I'll give and, you I, and I want to preface it with saying it's not like a combo of me saying I think Paul X is better than Gizmo because that's not what I think. I just think as a team dynamic in game, I think Ace me brought it valid points out of game, but in game I just felt like it looked like they flowed better with Paul X. That's mainly what I was saying because I think Gizmo's a superstar player in his own right it's just we talk about team comp all the time right like how some teams it makes sense some others don't um that was kind of what was basing my my question off of and by the way and i just saw this in chat as bad as gizmo played at major one they also got third so you know they get third. Out there. and he was yeah. also dealing with a lot of stuff i mean we're talking about toronto with covid i mean gizmo's dealing with a lot of just personal shit he had to fly back home he was, he was he coughing up blood yeah he was yeah. he was he had to deal with some crazy shit bro so but, i feel for that guy Speaking so. of challenges, you know, FaZe actually got out to a huge lead in this map, and then they kind of threw the lead on the last couple of P4s and P5s. This actually came down to the end here with FaZe actually kind of pushing out, getting a really good three dead, and kind of uh, holding a good P1 setup. They um, soak up so much time here. They just Florida went so many made, ones. Florida actually made this map kind of close. It, I mean, it wasn't super, super close, but it was close enough that Florida was like one hill away from No, it, it was close. It, 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 yeah. it pretty much was a phase all the way through until the end. Florida started bringing it back a little bit, but... Again, FaZe, they do such a good job pinning Florida here. It goes to another set of hard points, back to P1. And FaZe, they just, they hold all the lanes and they don't lose any of their ones. Tom, like, no one, dude, no one has an answer for FaZe on P1 on this, this It's map. crazy. They're Listen, the only team I see doing shit like this, like where they're just yeah. locking down P1 and, and getting so much got, time. Plus 61 seconds on Florida P1. Florida didn't even get close to it. I mean, they just yeah. won the game on P1. They just got 30 straight seconds on P1. Like, that's impressive. Yeah. That's not easy to do. There's two Dark teams time. in this game that I think we can say this for. It's Optic and FaZe. Is that even sometimes the score looks close, in the back of your mind, you're always just like, this isn't close. Because of their ability to just take over in, in late game and just certain hills where they can literally just hold a hill down and get every fucking kill there is. Yeah, and they're, they're good to, at locking down time. And, and to me, it's phase and optic. And there's no other team that is remotely as close at doing that as those two teams. That's why it's like when games are like, say Optic or say Optic or Phase are winning, are winning a map like 250 to like, you know, 190. It's like, okay, yeah, it's kind of close. But if you actually watch the map, like they were in full control of the whole map. You know, yeah, they, they the were always, they're always ahead of rotations. They, they were out slaying <laughs> the fuck out of them. You know, oh, it's sure. stuff like that. But Not my controller, sorry. Oh, not your <laughs> controller, bro. You can't be dropping your controller. Um, but yeah, uh, FaZe ended up taking down Florida 3-1. Honestly, the respawns, it seemed like FaZe was just a step ahead. It, that was like one of the, one of the only series. Where I felt like the first two series were really good. The last series was kind of Who does Boston play these next two days? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, who do we got tomorrow? And also, I want to ask you guys, did you guys see the Karim and Clay stuff? Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah that, that, was, that was for Gage. So I want to talk standings first real quick. Okay. Um, okay it's, really, wow. it's really close right now, <laughs> um, as you can tell. Well, no, I, I think it's important because we're going to kind of set yeah, the story. Yeah, go ahead, Ben. Go ahead. So right now... Everybody on three wins is basically in at this point. The worst they can probably finish is probably eighth because there's a couple of tiebreakers. So on that note, if you're Boston, Texas, London, uh, LAG, Atlanta, you're basically in it. Yeah, winners. You're in winners, right? You're in winners. You're in winners. Right. Yeah, you're, right. you're Let top them know. eight guaranteed. Sorry. No, you're um, good. And then weirdly because there's weird like one and two, oh and four situation at the bottom, I actually don't think that there might be some weird tiebreakers and, and maybe like thieves, for example, might just not win based on head heads. Um, but there's a lot of ways that there could be some weird tiebreakers at the bottom here, just because a couple of these teams play each other. Um, so still a lot to play for. 
Florida, Minnesota, like, aren't 100% safe at 2-2 two and two right now. They definitely need to win their next match. Yeah, but also another thing, too, that they're gonna be in. it's crazy I, seeing I, Toronto and Thieves, by the way. Just yeah, I was just about to say that. Course. Like, I know everybody's been on, like, the Minnesota hate train, but it's actually crazy how they're not doing as bad as other teams are. What do you mean by strength of schedule, right? Do you guys get what I'm saying? Yeah, but it comes down to, schedule, right? comes down to yeah. strength of schedule, right? They beat Paris. Who else did they oh, beat? Who were their okay. two wins? True, I mean, I guess. Uh, they beat... Uh, they lost to Toronto. They, they reverse swept Thieves. That's what they it was. They lost to Boston, and they beat Thieves. So thieves, it's not the, it's not the swept, strongest yeah. thing. And they have uh, the remaining matches against New York, which I think is super winnable for Minnesota. And for New York, bro, as bad as New York has been, man, they play Minnesota and Toronto. And I heard they've been looking a lot better in scrims. I heard they've been playing well. And by the way, Dan just made a good point too. Like Minnesota's schedule at the last major was also absolutely wild if you go back and take a look at it. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. So like there's a lot of Fugues that can go down here. This can shuffle quite a bit, but if you're the top five here, you're you're starting on Thursday and you're playing. I mean, Dan Dan already put in chat too. He said, yeah, in last split, we had the clear cut hardest strength of schedule, which I would agree with. They did have a really hard schedule last uh, last major. Um, but yeah, Ben, let's go into the predictions for tomorrow. And I, I definitely want to get you guys' opinions on the Clay and Crim stuff. What the heck is going on with that? They just be bullshit. They just bullshit, the bro. They just bullshit. Yeah, they be bullshit on the timeline. I mean, I, I feel like there's no, you can't give them flack. Like, they both knew that the team wasn't working and they knew one of them was going to well, get. That's what I'm saying. What, what's the whole argument? So, what so are they, they complaining were both about? On top of it, like, at the, at, it's typical. Like, to me, you know, at I'm the end say? of the day, this was always going to end one way. One of them, or sorry, I should say two ways. One of them, either Krim or Clay, being pissed off and upset that the situation <laughs> happened, right? Because one of them was going to get dropped, and the other was going to stay on the team. Yeah. And I think it sucks for Clay because this has now been kind of two years getting the short end of the stick with Krim. Not necessarily the 5v5 situation wasn't really like anything he could have done about it. But um, so I, I can imagine there's just some like underlying very kind of aggravated feelings behind it but for this specific situation i mean yeah the team was talking about changes regardless of who ended up getting changed or the fact that they went into a game with it didn't matter like even if havoc did go and tell clay or vice versa it doesn't matter because doesn't at the matter. end of the day these this whole, every roster or every player on this roster knew that there was a change happening they just didn't know when and didn't know who so it didn't matter that they were talking about it it literally didn't matter no, I, I, was, I agree. Listen, and this is what I was saying earlier on stream today. It's like, listen, man, every time a roster change goes down, it's going to get a little bloody. You know, oh, there's, sure, it, yeah. like, listen, everybody's in it for themselves. That's how, I don't care who you are. Every pro player is going to always look after themselves yeah, first. Yeah. Okay, so, Pat, I want to give you a hypothetical, all right? Like, if Maybe me and you were on a team and we were doing as bad as Nurek was doing, and we and everybody was saying, Pat, Asim can't be on the same team. One of them has got to get dropped. Like, don't you think both of us would be like trying to think of ways to like fix the team without you getting dropped? Like, isn't that like absolutely? We, we be we be we be showing up dropping fifties together, Asim. You know you know the vibe. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like you know, if it wasn't working, I'm not gonna sit there and roll over and die and be like, ah, oh, I'm gonna right. get dropped. I'll figure out. I'll let Pat figure out the roster. Like, yeah. No, I'm gonna try to figure out the roster as well. If if we were if we were like if if let's say the team was you know pretty set on it's either going to be you or me, then yeah. both of us are going to make a case for ourselves, right? Yeah, like, exactly. It's not going to be like, you're going to be like, mm, yeah, Pat can have it. I'm not going to be like, mm, Asin can have it. Yeah, like, nobody, yeah nobody's going to do that. It's, it's going right. to get a little bit ugly. ugly. I mean, I think uh, there's probably more to this story, and I'm sure both these guys are going to threaten to tell the story than not say it because they always do that. Well, um, we saw, we saw five months. 
Uh, well, I'll see it when I believe it. Well, well, listen, I'll believe it when I see months. it. Sorry, I, well, I listen, it Let's talk about more important things, okay? Dashing. Trying to pick what up dashing? a date here. Wait, what you mean? Dashing tweeted, Starbucks is S tier. And as this girl said, I know, come to mind sometime. And Dashy said, DM address for it then. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Wait, dude, you, funny story about that girl, bro. Oh, dude, I remember her TikToks used to blow up. And then she the used to... What the fuck is that? She, I have no idea what some, I... So she's a random fucking TikTok girl. And then she kept oh. posting uh, that she was in Dashy's stream. So she's been she's been simping over Dashy for a long time. Oh, a while. she likes the brosy. She likes brosy, ladies the Bruce. and <laughs> I mean, what are you gonna do about it? You know, it is what it is. But let's get into uh, these predictions, man. I said we get into these predictions and see what's going on. All right, so Ben, I'll let you kick it off. We're starting things off with Seattle surge going up against the Los Angeles Thieves. Break it down for me, Ben. Who do you got? Seattle three one. I just wow I don't like what wow. <laughs> My don't bad, like what these is at, man. Like it's just it's not a good spot. Um, Seattle's got an opportunity to take advantage of a weak team, and I think they're gonna. Maybe this would be a 3-2, but I'm giving Seattle a 3-1. Fuck it. Pat, who do you got? Uh, I think Ben had a good good take, but mm, this is tough for me. I, it's I tough, think, man. It's yeah. like they're 0-4 right now, but like it's LA Thieves. Like You look at their roster, you're like, it's I don't zero, know. Zero confidence in either team to win this series. Yeah, yeah, I have zero confidence, <laughs> but I think I'm going to take... Yeah, psych! Thieves! <laughs> I'm thieves! They're gonna blow it up, but they're gonna win this fucking series first! Uh, so, you Pat, these are two teams you wanna blow up, Pat. Two of them. Uh, there's no way Both you hate them. Seattle that much. Dude, I think a roster change between these two teams, some, something could be brewing there. Something could be brewing there. Listen, I'll say, Pat, is this this series is going to determine for both these teams. Like, we're going to see a lot of Tuscan in these series, and if neither of these teams can win a Tuscan against each other, listen, listen, sad boys. hold up. How about this? These guys play, but the loser has to blow it up. No. They have to blow it up. Listen, I got Seattle 3-2, okay? Let's go over to the next I, I one. I got Seattle 3-1. Boston Breach. I like that. Against Florida Mutinies. <laughs> Who do you guys got? I'm going with Boston. Boston look look good, man. Zinni's hitting form for, honestly, he got a girlfriend. This guy looks like a different breed now. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I'm oh, going. Is, is Zinni Cat official? I think they're official now. Oh shit! Hey, After Pat. that horrible date on stream, they're official. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, hey, Pat! Listen, apparently they're, they're official now. Zinny Cat is oh, a serious, well, a serious thing. Shout out Zinny Cat! Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, wait, hold on, hold on. This is complete cap. This is just what my chat told me. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> so you can well, only on go Reddit. as it's on Reddit you can now, only so go official. as far. You can only go as far as what the chat tells you. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know what's going on over there. But I got Boston. Tony's hitting a new fucking form right now. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll take Boston as well. I think Tony's a top four AR right now. Here's what I'll say about this series, though. And I love the way that Boston's playing, but the teams they've currently beat, and this is no disrespect to Boston. We're going to play the teams in front of them. They've beaten, in this stretch, Seattle, Minnesota, and Toronto. So it's not the three greatest teams in terms of form right now. Um, they're about to play a decent Florida team that I you know, didn't think played too bad in that 3-1. I think they just got outclassed. And they're going to play London. I think, like, if I'm Boston, I, I think they're going to win this series candidly 3-1 but i think we're going to learn a lot about boston this week bro if they go 2-0 this week man they're looking good ben they're looking good uh, bro they're they're suddenly like now in that london conversation what ben, have you seen tony for? smile have you seen tony smile have you seen it when he's streaming you see how happy this kid is 
Yeah, Zen City's lights are bright in Zen City. Yeah. Right? <laughs> what, what was their uh, their series wins and there's those three you mentioned? Toronto, Crocker, uh, and three one Seattle. They three would Minnesota and they three two Toronto going the map. Oh, uh, bad. Okay, not bad. Uh, yeah, I was, trying, I was trying to remember. So some like convincing wins for the most part. Yeah, yeah I, I, I just I just think my point and again, Boston playing great. You can't choose your opponents. You're playing in this format, but this week they've got a little bit of a step up in opponents. A Florida team that's not too bad. It's in a little bit of 500 ball. And then London, who's a very good team, that should be a very interesting matchup on Sunday. We're, you know what's funny is this series is like, there's, there's, I feel like there's definitely going to be a boat cage, right? Like Florida is obviously going to let it through. Reach is obviously going to want to pick it. Um, oh, no, Ali like, sure, yeah. cash. No, nah, no, nah, bro. If I, bro, if I, <laughs> don't this, talk this about is it. one of those weird situations, dude. If I am Boston, you veto I, it, right? I think you ban Bokaj because Berlin's getting banned yeah. and you're playing I would agree with Tuscan. You. I, I'm feeling great because that was actually a really good set for me. I would agree with you, Ben, but I, I for some reason, I think they're going to go with comfortability and they're going to, I don't know why teams do this, but they're going to give Florida Bokaj. I have the feeling. Listen, bro, maybe Boston Boston wants to square up. Maybe Boston wants to square up on Bocage. I can see I think Boston's really good at Bocage too. They are, they are for sure. Um, I don't I, I don't I don't think people should be scared to play Florida on Bocage just yet, especially if you're a good Bocage team. It depends kind of what your other map it depends on your other maps. I think Optic and Fees are on a different level on yeah, that yeah, map. Yeah, playing I agree with you. Boston's like a five hundred team on Bocage. I get it. You know, but like, bro, Gavitu Tuscan is sitting right there for the picking. I'm feeling much better about that map set than uh, Gavitu Bokaj if I'm Boston. So I think you. Well, it wouldn't be Gavitu, though. Uh, it would Boston's be... four and one on Gavitu and two and one on Tuscan this season. So Yeah, they're four and one. They don't hate Gavitu. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm saying if, oh, sorry, I'm saying if you're Boston, get rid of Bokaj and play Gavitu Tusk. He just that's, said they hate Gavitu, huh? That's what he said. But no, no, I don't no, know if he's ben, trolling. Ben or not. said that by accident. That's what I said it by accident. No, ben I, said I, it by I, accident. I think if you're Boston, it's like, bro. Get get Berlin's gone. The way we're watching Florida yeah. videos, Bokaj is there for you to get rid of. Which makes or no, let's, let's also say no, that yeah, makes ben, you bring no up a sense. good point. Yeah, yeah you, but, you bring up a good point. Let's also that Bokaj. makes that makes no sense, by the way, that Florida doesn't play Berlin. Zero sense. But it yeah. also makes zero sense that their best map is a map where it runs three subs and they have three ARs. So. I mean, Pat, you could say the same thing about Phase, Optic, Toronto, fucking Nah, because Florida bang, doesn't have or Phase Toronto, they don't have three fucking ARs, traditional ARs on their roster and play the one no, map. Ber Berlin subs. isn't a three ar I mean it kinda is. Let's move on to the Let's next. Let's move series. on. First of all, I see Ali and the cast saying that she would smoke me on Bocage. Listen, you yeah, and your I boyfriend, you and your boyfriend would both get worked on one v two. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you know, if you want to set it up, we'll set it up. <laughs> all right. Let's get into the next one. Optic Texas going up against the Los Angeles Gorillas. Yes, sir. Who is him? Let's kick this one over. LG three two baby. Let's go. He's you going? You. <laughs> 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 All right, well, I have optics. Sorry, Asim, I have optics, man. I think wow, I, Tom, I, really? You going to do that? I, Tom, hey, I think they're the best team right now. Like, I got to go what I got to do what I got to do. Yeah, man. I'm going 3-0. Right. They're going to shit on you. <laughs> you know? <laughs> they're about to wipe the flow with you. They're going to wipe the flow with really? you. Really? You 3-0? Asim, that's a good thing now. It's a good thing, okay? What do you mean it's a good thing? Why do you think I'm going to get 3-0? Because, because, you know, whenever User, I go against you guys, what are you works. What are you pussy saying in here? Oh, shit. Single fuck about your prediction. Oh, what, what are you pussy saying? Ali started it. That's all we have to say. Emergency flank. Emergency flank. <laughs> I said, what's what's being said in here? Hey, Tony, Nothing. don't worry about it. We got Optic versus LAG. Who you got? Optic versus LAG? Yeah. <laughs> that one's easy. It's LAG. 
Yeah. Oh, what the? Are you fucking kidding me? It is optic. It is optic. Seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Oh, baby. Out of your fucking mind, LAG. Okay. You got an ego. You go three. You still got two more matches, and you better lock the fuck in. You think I'm picking against Scump. You got another thing. You fucking. Who else? Who else? I think LAG. LAG has potential to upset in this series uh, with how they've mm. been playing. But at the end of the day, I mean, Optic's the second best team in the game, so I think they're mm. going to come away with this series. Uh, I think, Asim, if you could push a game five, you do stand a chance. Mm, okay. But but Optic's just so dominant right now that it's just going to be it's going to be hard. All right, that's fair. I got I got, uh, I got Optic 3-1. Three. Three. I got All Optic 3-1. Right. I just think the difficulty for Asim and the LAG squad is I think they're playing some good hard time <laughs> right now, but Optic's got the advantage on map three. It's gonna be really tough for LAG to take three respawns. Mm, um, mm. And I, I just like where Optic's at in that I'm now so. noting this all down, guys. Don't so. worry, I'm noting it. Well, we're right. to see you prove wrong. Bro, the I, thing I'm is, <laughs> right now. Hey, so you guys have I know, I know. still, you guys have still not capped a B point on yeah, each true. That's true. Listen, Optic is 13. They've won the last 13 of their controls, all right? Like, yeah, and they're gonna pick Tuscan for sure. I let's get into the next one. The New York Subliners going up against the Minnesota Rocket. This is a game fuel marquee matchup. I'm dude, this is a tough one because New York's been playing better. I know they have. I've been talking to Porter. Uh and he's been and he's just been fucking yapping. Rocker's on fucking better live at search, man. They are better at search, in my personal I think I think Rocker, they they benefit from the from the uh from the two three fives. I do. I'm I'm personally I'm gonna go Minnesota here. Same I'm gonna go I'm gonna go three two. Yeah, uh, but but I, I could see I could see New York pulling out a dub tomorrow. I could see it, but I'll, I'll go Rocket three two. I think they're gonna have the Thanks. edge. Um, but Fat Man is coming out fucking hard tomorrow. You know who, that. Who did you guys say for Surge Thieves? Mm, we oh, I we said Surge. Surge, but Pat is just the number one Surge hater. So you he all said, said Surge. I, no, we said the whoever loses the the series has to blow up the roster. It's a blow it up ball. Ben, it's a ben, blow it up, boy. That yeah. was good, Ben. Can that we get a win? Not bad. Not bad. Not too bad, man. I'm a comedian on the down low. Uh, Let's go, Ben. Okay, you just listen to the Mountain Dew marquee match of the day. That's a fucking um, awful marquee match. Well, <laughs> I think it's a pretty good nah, match. Nah, it's a good match. I like that. We got a new look to New York and Minnesota with the role change. I think Mutineers would have been marquee, in my opinion. I'm sorry. Well, mm. you know, I'm sorry. That's my, that's my take. It, and it what are you gonna do about it? It is what it is. <sighs> them, but uh, that aside, this is like a 50-50 series. I think I'm gonna pick Minnesota three-two just because I feel like they're the better S and D team. At least we've seen historically. I know that Porter's been talking up his team, but let's see if they plug in the controllers and show up tomorrow. All right. Uh, I actually agree. I think I think Rocker three-two. But I want to give my thoughts on Surge Thieves and Breach Mutineers, if you don't mind. Yeah, no, go, go ahead. ahead, Tony. I got okay. reservations. I got a date. Oh, I got. I got a date tonight, Tony. I got a date tonight. Oh, Tom, I, date Tom, tonight. I want. I want picks of the food. Um, of course. Listen, um, I'm gonna go surge three-one thieves. Absolute disaster as of late. I'm gonna go mutineers three-zero over breach. No, that's a good. Hey, I wonder why you did. Why? Why, why would you say that? Why would you say three-zero? Good juju, baby. Okay. All right. Sounds good to me. Uh, did we miss anybody? Did everybody get their predictions in? I think everybody got it in. I think we're good. Right? Oh, I didn't know you had reservations. I wouldn't have helped uh, this thing. Yeah, up. I got. I got. I got <laughs> subliners winning though. <laughs> You got um, subliners, yeah. Pat? Yeah. All right, man. Well, there you go. You got your predictions. I think we're going to close this out with Mr. Benjamin Asim sinking apart, ladies and gentlemen. Look, he just fucking yanked the microphone away. He's ready to go. Oh, shit. This guy is fucking turned. Zinni, I want to get your... But while you, since you came in the, for the last What's fucking two minutes... 
Sorry, I want to know. I well, want. I, well, I was, dude. I was slumped from dinner. What's up? Oh, no problem. I want to know what you think about Ben Genesim right now and if he's gonna sink this ball. Because I'm gonna be I, honest with you. I, I think he. Ben I think is he's a going. Stellar golf player. I, I mean, I honestly, wait. to be quite honest, I think I think he's been doing the same putt on the same map for so long that it would be uh, unacceptable but, but, if he but, were to but, not but, get but, this. But Tony, he Can missed I? three in a row like two weeks ago. Really? Yeah, he Tony, missed three in a row. Before Ben, of course, of course, winds up. Um, and something that we were debating earlier, uh, Zen, and only obviously you can the only one who can answer is Zinny Cat official. No, okay, Ooh, interesting. My chat the was chat all was spamming, and they were wrong. wrong. The chat was yeah. telling me it was official. That's what the I chat was see, telling me. I can see how it would appear that it is official, but no, it's mm, not official. Interesting, okay. interesting. Okay. We'll, 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 keep, we'll, yeah, we'll stay up to date on that. We'll see where Zinny Cat's going in the future. You guys are bastards. Um, <laughs> Here goes wide legs with those wow. fucking smelly fucking oh. sleepies on. <laughs> you got him. That was one of his worst misses we've ever seen. Holy shit, he pulled it. Ben, Tommy, Ben, why, relax. Tommy, why are you always roasting his slippers, man? I don't know. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just like that, he sinks the second putt, but not able to close out the first putt, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sure a lot of you guys are not happy. There were 7.8 million channel points on him making it. Oh, Holy shit, you guys just lost what? channel what? points. What the, what the fuck was that lip out? Oh, uh, it's okay, Ben. No it's okay. Bro, yeah, was, no. You're right. Though. The people yo, who ben, just voted ben. no got paid. You just costed ben, a lot of channel points. Man. I can't please. I just... I love the pot, man. What is okay. his favoritism? What is that shirt no, you wearing? What is his favoritism? Oh, it's Optic Gwen. It's Optic Gwen. Bro, it's the event merch. What do you want from me? Here, it's actually, Optic I got some Oh, come I on. See, I don't see a breech mask. I don't see a breech shirt. All I see is... Yeah, Yo, can I get a breech mask? Anything. You gave the breech mask to Allie, bro. We oh, oh, I didn't do that. Interesting. What is that? What is that? Hold on. Yo, Asim, what are you gassing up right now, dude? <laughs> <laughs> you think you Oh, think is you that Minnesota? Slide? Yeah, shout out Minnesota. That's fire. That's clean. Oh, oh, yeah, shit. I got I to gotta post mine. I got mine, too. I got it today. I Hold yeah, post it. Shout out, shout out Minnesota. Yo, I think if you all got your shit today, then maybe I got some stuff today. I an okay package. No presents. Yo, I'm oh. here for the flank. We're all, oh, we're done, and we're done. Oh, shit. Yo, yo, next, next flank, what's it, tomorrow? I'm tomorrow, gonna give yeah. out a, uh, I'm gonna give out a Minnesota Rocker team pack code no in the chat. No way. No way, we're gonna, let's get some fucking W's in the chat. Let's get a week to the chat. You wanna rock a Minnesota Rocker team pack? Well, tomorrow, you might be able to do so. All right, so we'll be live tomorrow. Thank you, everybody who tuned in. Like, comment, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Anchor.fm slash The Flank to check out all the audio sites that we're on. Go to at The Flank on Twitter. Girls doing a phenomenal job. And as always, guys, thank you so much for watching. Make sure to hit that sub button on YouTube, man. We're close. We're, we're inching up on 100K. Hit that, Pat. Hit that like button. Don't hit the like button. Yo, hit the fucking like button. If, if you don't you hit the fucking like button. If you don't hit the like button, we're blowing up the flank. We're blowing it up. Ooh, oh, shit. We're oh, blowing shit. it up. No, I'm just kidding. That'll yo, never Pat, happen. Yo, Pat, <laughs> take that hat off, Pat. Yo, when I get my hair cut, I will. Don't worry. Don't hey, worry. Hey, hey, hey don't, cut, don't, don't, don't worry about Dude, what Pat's doing. You know, don't worry about what's going on in your camp. All right? Yeah, I'm out of here. You got a lot more going on in your camp that you need to take All right, guys. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I got a date tonight, so I got to head out. Here. All right, have a good fucking day. Thank you guys for watching, and as always, chat. It's been an absolute pleasure. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Take care, brush your head. <laughs>